Hey guys, you're listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode 46. Thanks for listening. Decided where to human go. Human assassin. Uh, and nobody knows. Couple of weirdies. Couple of weirdies. <laughs> all hey. hmm? were deciding where to go next. And can I get a quick clarification? Multiple times when we talked about potentially splitting up the group, were you guys talking about going to Waterdeep? No. Mirror. Well, it was the Nasala blood thing. Mirror. Okay, but yeah, but this, but Waterdeep was not on the table. No. I don't. For, in my mind, I thought you guys kept talking about splitting and going to Waterdeep, and I. And then I was like, wait, why Waterdeep? Well, yes. it's like Vegas. You and know. was like, I think it was Mirror. Talk about someone, people following up on the adventures. Yeah, you get yeah. it. I it clarified. I just, for some reason, Waterdeep was in my head and wouldn't leave. Um, so, here you are. Kunjakar sealed behind you. And uh, tracks covered. And uh, as you moved away. In fact, we said you were, you were setting up camp. We, we, Wait, did we say that? We definitely wanted to. I, I thought we hadn't made the move. Specific. I thought we wanted. You had not to. made the move yet. No, so we had started walking and talking. As you're heading, uh, as you're heading away from Kunjakar, Scrimcorn is. Uh, go ahead and tell me what you're doing. Yeah. So he, uh, you guys saw the owl cough up a toad, um, mm. and he immediately responded saying that he uh, needs to needs to commune with the with the witches. Um, and so he wants to, um, as we're, as we're walking, he's not, um, you know, having everyone hold up. Um, he wants to use, uh, his, some of his outlander stuff and just his, um, druidic senses. Um, I can read druidic actually, which is uh, pretty helpful. Um, uh, to, to try to understand, um, get a feel for kind of the ley lines, uh, underground that's, that, uh, Kind of, he, he wants to find a uh, place where the that underground energy is releasing into uh, into a hot spring area out here in the out here in the frigid wasteland. Um, Seeking geothermals. Yeah, so he, he wants to. It's crushed. Yeah, he wants to find. Uh, so yeah, his his goal is to find a. Uh, some if, natural if we are leaving the. I can help you with that. Exit grade. Uh, as we're walking, uh, you know. Baron mentions leaving some kind of mark here, and Drusen is going to use the Qualsfeather token, but I don't want to describe over Dan here. Dan, do Before you're leaving can, the can area? Yeah. Help? So as Scrimcorn is, is... He's starting to kind of like feel out for the ley lines. Then let's do the Feather token, because okay. that's before you're leaving, you're right? Uh, yeah, I liked the, the idea that it came from someone else, though. Yeah! Be a bit tricky to find this place! Uh, I mean, after a snow or two, it's just going to look like any other patch of mountain. Well said, cousin. Is there a magic marker or something we've got? Out of the cheap dust, I could not create magic mouth, but uh, we've got something we found in, uh, in Sumba Citadel, I think. Uh, and he takes out a small feather 
uh, that is different kind of woody brown and green colors. And he digs a little hole. Actually, he takes a, he has a shovel. It's Uncle Felder's Perfect. shovel. Because hmm. as an archaeologist, I got one one tool for one me. tool Collection. that was significant. Yeah. Mm. So he takes out Uncle Felder's shovel, uh, which has not come up before. It's part of his background. He gets one item that came from like a mentor, mm. uh, and he digs a little hole in the snow and puts the feather down. Uh, We'll say like uh, you know, ten paces from the the hidden spot, and suddenly before your eyes, a little oak sapling grows and grows and grows, roots coming out, growing to a sixty foot sixty foot tree uh, with a twenty foot crown. This huge oak tree just coming out, kind of melting the ground with just the heat of that kinetic energy as roots start to pile out around the snow. Uh, Does it look appropriate? Is it is it leafless or is it all leafy? Well, see, uh, right now it goes through the whole process as if it's going through years of growth. Uh-huh. So it sprouts leaves, uh, everything Sheds. squirrels running over it. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the very last stage is it goes through season. Hmm. So we see it starting to turn. Well, the trees are... There's some evergreen oak trees and some. I don't think they, they're usually not. Yeah. This one is not. So the last thing it does is the leaves start to shrivel up and fall to the ground, and then we have this big bare oak tree. And they're like a significant cover of yeah. it's like leaves underneath it. Yeah. Mark says, uh, hmm. So this, so oak tree uh, may have to be a, a, a marker for us in the future. And he grabs one pine cone from the tree. Acorn. 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 Oak, right? Do you start Not to fine. carve onto it? No, I don't. But <laughs> something that yeah. perhaps can be planted like at a future date. Yeah. Cool. It is a natural tree. Your fairy junk traces her hand in the tree. <laughs> and it nice. dies. Well, just gently. <laughs> Such a big hand. Yeah, it's only you shatter start to do it. No! <laughs> Flash forward six months, the kidnappers. This is definitely yeah, exactly. the size of Bear Jaws, and she was here! <laughs> It's good. Love it. What possessed her to leave a mark on this? And she's like, we found evidence. It just says, fuck you, Mudbeards again. <laughs> Miss me again. First, the dragon down there. You did carve that in the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> in the dragon. Yeah, no. I forgot about that. They're very okay. proud of herself then he for being the right things. Fucking assholes. Uh, so Ooh. then, uh, now, Scrimcorn and Bearjaw, if you want to help Bearjaw, Scrimcorn play Bearjaw's it out in very familiar with this kind of environment, so. That's, I mean, looking for looking for that kind of thing, you're looking for like. Yeah, he's, uh, like um, feels uh, like play it, play it out. So he's, so he's looking around, he's, he's kind of uh, doing a little more kind of, like he's, you've seen him do tracking um, out in the snow, just as we're kind of walking on this trail. Um, and uh, and he mumbles something about um, trying to find a, a, a place where all the, the thermal energy is being released. He says, try to find where thermal energy is going to come out and see if you can get some, get some hot springs or something. Bear Jaw, yeah, is just following him around a little bit, just like not saying anything, but just, you know, remarking mm. occasionally, like, oh, this is interesting. You know, as, as, he, as he's looking around and stuff. Just, Perhaps you'll find more if you look closer to the ground. But put your hands over the ground. Over, you, you know this. 
Um, Don't notice differences. And then he says, yeah, 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 just... Your hands make it cleaner, too. All this, all this snow is, uh, getting a lot of, a lot of interference, a lot of... It's, it's better if we just have a lot of brackish water right on the surface, so it just creates a lot more rock. It'd be nice, and he digs... And it just starts, like... Swishing he them. doesn't mean better for tracking. He just means better in all ways. Like, <laughs> in the style of a croquet mallet, um, uh, Bear Dust starts like sweeping the the snow about. What um, would I be that hammer And uh, he he Shut digs. Uh, he he burrows into the snow to try to get closer to the surface to uh, get a sense from the actual earth itself. Now, when you see him burrow and you are shaped in druid. He does not shapeshift into <laughs> this. Because I don't because, mean to over-infer. No, that's fair. Um, you know that uh, when it comes to... to Barrow. To, to, making, to making a mess and, and getting, all, getting all grimy, he's always happy to do that in his, in his Human form. In natural form. <laughs> um, it's a little uh, cold to do that here. Yeah, he's... A little, a little chilly. Uh, yeah, because it, 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 work, it works... Uh, he, the way he sees it... Might as well, might as well just get on my hands and knees and root around on the ground. You also have to fake birth. Berta encourages um, that thought that. process. That's actually a really uh, useful. And don't underestimate human hands. Pretty useful. Yeah, yeah. they're very sensitive. He does not have mold earth anymore. Switched around. Oh, oh. switched around. Okay. Um, well, snow does that count as earth? Doesn't oh. matter. He doesn't have it. So. Yeah. Just saying. So, um, so yeah. What can I can I uh, roll something for? A yeah, this is a survivalist. Um, you're you're trying to you're trying to navigate uh, the wilderness, trying to find a little uh, uh, bastion here. Survivalist is a thing, right? Survival. 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 Um, I mean, you are a survivalist if you know survival really well. And um, uh, you can roll with advantage in our new fashion. Roll with aiding. Yay! Um, oh, and, uh, help you. He squeezes the cockroach. Oh, what'd you roll? Uh, 16. Good, guys. Uh, no, 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 it's, no. you just contribute the die. 12? 12. So you say 12, not Oh, six. sorry, sorry. Just the uh, problem. Uh, it's his bonus, and I just rolled Sorry, 12. A 12. Um, so that is 14 plus 14. 6. So very good. Wow, 20. Good. Yeah, that's my... So Bear Jaws assistance is... Bridge's assistance is critical. They're critical. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Like said, like, Scrim is digging around. He's uh, very good at this, but this is not his, not his environment. It's not his biome. Uh, and with with biome. Bear Jaws uh, assistance, and so is the rest of the group just following you guys? Did you yeah. tell them, hey, I'm going to lead us oh, away? I see, well, at first he's doing this just to find where it would be, like, what direction. And then everyone knows um, Bear Jaws getting on. As we're going along, like, we're, we're trying to go this way towards Mirabar, and he's just kind of on the road trying to figure out what direction it would be. Once he locks Wait, you're heading that, towards Mirabar? Yeah. So let's, not Mirabar. Let's clarify. I believe the group has decided to just head to due Mithril east. Mithril. Not towards Mithril Hall, but just right. east. Get space to Get camp. space oh, okay. from... Kunjakar immediately mm-hmm. camp for the night, then figure out what specific direction and route to take. That's what. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. just gonna keep heading east. You um, are an excellent tracker by your own estimation. He hasn't taken us. Yeah, he's he's not done anything yet. He's just clarifying just where he's going. To, he's he's. Right. he's, he's right. Saying, I think we'll put some miles out, and I think you can catch up. So he's, he's not slowing us down. He's not taking us anywhere. He's not started dialogue yet. So let let he's let just digging in the ground. Continue. Um, he's still with you guys. To uh, to like as we're walking, he's getting a sense of of uh, the, the thermal energy in the ground. Okay. Um, after he's locked onto that and kind of well, has he's got it. Like finally, with Bear Jaw's like assistance and sort of how to mm-hmm. deal with the snow and like how to like read through that. 
finally he's got what he's looking for. Like he can feel that sort of earthen energy, and he like he knows the direction of what he's seeking. Um, yeah. Then he says he kind of kind of puts his hand up to, to hold up our our car- It is actually caravan now. Yeah. Um, Sponge us. And uh, and says, uh, hey, we've been uh, we've been deep underground, marveling at all this uh, dwarven architecture. Back in uh, back towards Waterdeep, we were we were in that pocket of civilization down there. Little little treat this way, a little detour. If you want to take that to get some uh, honey, is it? Uh, it's honey. Bees? It is. It is. Uh, it is the northern, the northern lands version of honey. I thought that was honey. That's honey. <laughs> no, not, not in this snow. Wasp honey. I'll trust you. Uh, Leave us alone, Um, a good, a good place to. Uh, oh. It's a big bird. It's, it's an a omen. There's a big that's crow omen. on that fence Ooh. right there. The third eye. Oh, he's, he's just looking at us. That's, that's how you know the witches uh, have yeah. a message to Scrim pass crow. Yeah, in case the owl last week wasn't obvious enough, I called this crow here to just... <laughs> he wants to play. It's, well, it's like Dan tripping. Play, uh, it actually is a really awesome true. Crow. Play All right, sorry. Hey, sorry, crow, um, you're kind of derailing our session. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so he says, um, yeah. if you'll indulge me, a slight detour still towards the east here, but uh, we'll go a little bit north. I think it also might be nice to warm our bones before this this hike through the mountains. I, I, I'm sold. It's been freezing in Kurundurkar. As soon as you said it's warm. Yeah. Um, Baron has burying the lead. big winter coat that Mock purchased for him in Mirabar over his armor, and he's just shuffling <laughs> through the snow, which is... So deep, so, so deep, but he's so short. Dwarf. Yeah. For a dwarf, you're probably yeah. like up to. It's like yeah, I don't actually imagine. You're, you're mid. <laughs> but you are a dwarf. It's, you're yeah. stout. He's stout. It's, it's probably bare jaw. It's, 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 it's cutting a path down the snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, um, and you got and the dwarves bringing up their rear as the. Uh, yeah, for sure, bare jaw in front, like yeah, you know. I mean, it's like slowly breaking away. I mean, you guys are heavy, but small. So the heavy large. Yeah, it's good for pushing down snow. You're gonna talk this I way. have some useful. Well, well, she can take her hammer and kind of. Yeah, a little but known uh, skill hammer. of the northern orcs is we're particularly good at clearing paths because the orcs like to set up traps for caravans. So Bear Jack they, keeps walking. they tend to sort of clear out an area to make it look like it's a well traveled road when in fact it is leading to the belly of the beast, as it were. Exactly. The beast being my former orc tribe. Of yeah. course. Trucin's starting to get really interested in this orc culture. Yeah. I don't know if there's depth to do it. Yeah, it's your fault that he's not dead yet. Tell me so if we do see a, a sudden convenient pathway cleared for us, you should not assume that it is a safe place to go. Oh. It could be my uh, former tribe mates. I... Possibly? <laughs> Probably good to know that. Encouraging. Mark begrudgingly yeah, uh, uh, likes the advice. Sounds like uh, wise advice. Baron just sort of grunts an acknowledgement. I used to murder people this way. We should avoid that trap. Like, uh. <laughs> Mixed emotions. I guess I should just keep telling us ways that you murder travelers like us. That is useful at this time. Um, and he wants to... Uh, Scrim uh, leads us, just looks behind her. Leads You're us all, like, to, the, to the hot springs. Oh, um, it flew away. <laughs> Mm. He leads us to the hot springs. All right, what what does it look like? Uh, um, they approach. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's I want to get a picture out. Um, 
As you crest over the hill, as you crest over a hill, it looks like Streamcorn's leading you just like up a harder path. It's like more up a hill here instead of a long side thing. It's not the direction you'd go if you're trying to put a lot of miles in. Uh, But as you like crest a hill, you see steam rising up that you could not see before. It was obscured by the surrounding by the surrounding uh, dunes of snow. And this is this is like the definition of remote. We are we did not move towards a path. There's no path going towards this. This is kind of uh, it, it 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 stands out to you that this is not There's not a lot a, of civilization this around is, here. Yeah, this is not a destination. Um, this is not a destination that people would come to. This was specifically detected. There we go. Um, oh. uh, yeah, that's actually those aren't the ones I oh, saw, but um, beautiful. So yeah, so he's a better. Yeah, it's calm. Today. It's exactly. So the main thing is when we see this stuff, it's uh, multicolored, like the stones that I saw. Um, uh, yeah, when I was in Yellowstone, this is. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. wanted to do this since I went to Yellowstone. Um, it's cool. see some of the natural phenomena, and then I'm gonna maybe have Scrum do more often. But the main thing is for this, it's a multicolored stone. It's um, that's that's kind of eroded a bit from this. Um, it is it is like the picture the picture of like a serene, very welcoming, very inviting, and it's even just the steam of approaching it. It is very hot. It is very very warm, um, and you get a sense that it will it will warm you to the bones. Yes, um, and will uh, and will cook off cook off a layer of kind of that outer frostbite. And, and you can see because it's so hot, the snow isn't around that Yeah, so that around, the, yeah, the actual the ground there is even there. is even there just warm, so it's... Uh, see the dirt, whereas before where you guys had cleared it, at least it stamped it away, but it was still covered in snow. Now the natural landscape presents itself to you. And, wow. uh, and Scrim... A friend uh, rather than foe. Scrim just sees it and just, uh, and strips down and goes to, uh, there's multiple of the pools, mm-hmm. and he goes to a smaller one, uh, off the side of motions. He says, Don't be shy! Don't be shy! And, uh, walks over to one of the smaller <laughs> ones, and as soon as he, as soon as he dips in, um, it just immediately becomes muddy and murky <laughs> as just, as like his... Like uh, it's like loses about twenty it's, pounds. It's like when the, the what's it called like the, the wrap the paint things where there's like the surface layer. So as soon as he goes in, it just completely coats <laughs> the top of it. Um, and so the smaller pool is now uh, basically hot muck, <laughs> but the other ones are untouched. They're, they're available. You're welcome to use this one, but uh, he says, Argh! and he just kind of exhales and uh, as he dips in, um, not a fan of this cold. How so much uh, distance are we from Kundergar? Ballpark. Uh, uh, this took this took a few hours um, to get here. We left so like three, we said we, we already said we don't have much time to even go. Two, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, five. Were considering it's getting dark. Leaving. Yeah. I think that was after everything was done. Or or I'll think this. Yes, it's be, about uh, five. A good place to set up our camp. Sure. Bear Jaw's already like right. half completely divested. I mean, she's not wearing much in the yeah. just just to begin with, but like after getting like all the all the things that shouldn't get wet off. All the big pack comes off, and and she takes like big things of snow and just completely does a snow bath. Yeah, man. Before going in, awesome. Before going in, (laughs) kind of giving you like a little kind of pointed like, come on guys, come on guys. Um, you know, doing that. Plus, you know, you go in and that's like "Mm, bracing. Oil Dane casts uh, Dancing Lights, so it's got a nice. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, Ooh, the ambiance! Let's break out some of the good ale. Play through the dare. Well, she, uh, she puts a little, like, <laughs> little glass basin of honey in the hot water oh, yeah. so that it oh, heats the hot honey. honey. And then she's like, oh, honey. Yeah. 
Is it honey? <laughs> I thought we were doing something else. She saved some. It's oh, gallons of honey. She's got <laughs> gallons of it. I think she, is stock, she has stockpiled honey. She's got the, the honey packet. She's got stockpiling acid. Very different life paths. <laughs> different I can't save any of the ale. I always drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important to you. You've been stockpiling it here. Well, he's yeah, also yeah. fighting for that ale. It's <laughs> <laughs> a battle of will. Well, everybody likes ale. Not everyone wants honey and acid. Well, I mean, so as you, so uh, like great night. As the sun begins its setting over the snowy mountains and. Each of you, in your own various ways, take uh, dips. I assume everyone's dipping oh, into, yeah. the, uh, oh, into the hot uh, springs. Before it gets into there... Oh, okay. Uh, well, then, hang on. Let me finish. Sure. I want to say some... Uh, yes. Not not all of you dipping in, but as you're sort of... Do anything. Seeing this place, uh, uh, just as a reminder of uh, where we are in the uh, general cosmic sense. It is... Uh, it is just past, you have just entered the month of Hammer, that is January, uh, the first month of the year, uh, midwinter being a few weeks away, that would be the... Wait, so is it the first? Is it... You said we're it? just entering Hammer? I said you have just recently entered Hammer, the month of Hammer. Oh. So, uh, it, it's like the seventh or so, oh, okay. sixth, sixth or seventh. Fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh, somewhere in there. First week of Hammer. Um, oh man, Beardrop forgot about her birthday. It's the first oh, week uh, of Hammer. It's okay. His birthday is the first of him. Wait, we have the same birthday. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm 192 now, I suppose. Oh. Older than yeah, reflecting not upon not this, your old. birthday, well, your not shared not birthday not was four days ago or so. Ah. Ah. I, I was a bit busy at the time. As was I. I often forget what day it is, though. No. Oh. Keep track we, of We should day. celebrate tonight. I am. I mean, I think oh, this, this is oh, more funny. than enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, you could fight and see Your birthday the occurred birthday. when you were uh, the day that you left Blossomdale Blossom to head That's towards really funny. I didn't know what Baron was in there. Baron was, was not in a good state at that time. <laughs> not a good birthday. But Jason was alive. And you had just learned about assassins on your heels, and you guys were all in a hurry. Happy it's only now. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, why do you sing on your birthday? So, uh, you know, so as a, as a reminder for all the players who may not be familiar with, yeah, so in a, in, in a few weeks, in between uh, the months of Hammer and, well, the first and second month, however you pronounce that second month, Hammer, is, Hammer. Uh, is midwinter, uh, and you have another month and a half uh, before you uh, enter spring. So you're here at the, Jeez, near yep. the beginning of, of winter here, um, and uh, the year is... Now, 1490 C. 1490. Of Two the, more years. Of the, I'm changing my age on my character. The calendar of Hermitos. Wow. You now, 192. Mm. 1490. 1490. Boo. Mm. Alright. Mock before taking a dip into the luxurious hot spring does you know walk up, you know, to the highest close point and just takes a, a quick stock of where where any any intruders may approach and where the ambush may come from. Just setting a little bit of a of a kind of a watch and getting a getting a beat on potential uh, potential other people in the area. I can send two more messages today. Who needs to be contacted? You already contact Dane. I hadn't yet. Or not yet. That's that's gonna happen. Well, I think I've met Dane. He has to write a note for you. I do. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. You still I, have to get back to Fall. I didn't write that down. 
Yeah, I can't do any more messages today. Aaron gets yeah. a fair draw point for having the same birthday. <laughs> How many characters do I get? So, uh, in, in Faerun, uh, people don't typically uh, uh, deal with numbers and keeping days uh, in that way. Typically, the current year is referred to it by name. And so, whoever it might be, maybe Drewston, perhaps the most well studied uh, and would care about these sorts of things, perhaps uh, uh, makes note that as we've uh, entered the new year, it is now the year of the Star Walker's return. Starwalker? You don't have to read too much into that. That's just from the Forgotten Realms wiki. That seems go rather on some freaking ominous <laughs> of the giant creature in the stars <laughs> who's coming this way. A creature. There were no legs in the vision, so that's not actually Oh, right. There's a star, you know, a creeper, you know, then that would be. I don't see the connection. The, I don't. I don't see it. <laughs> seems like a scratch. So that is uh, that is the year fourteen ninety dr. Interesting. Uh, you are in what's called the present age. Oh, we get presents. Not a very uh, inspired name of that age. So Mark, just a quick uh, how this works. Um, he'll get this, and he'll know I am the one who is sending it. Um. If he knows me, and it's been a, some years, but I'm sure he might remember. Um, yeah, and then he can answer back in the same way. Although I don't know, do you think he gets a lot of messages? I know I certainly am not familiar with the process. Before you know, a couple days ago, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't imagine quite so many, but not never either. All right, he's, you know. Uh, he's currently master of axes of all of the Iron Garden. Placing him in a in a in a place of weird responsibility. All right then. Just you know, you don't want to be like you know, shock and surprise and waste twenty five words on nothing of import. So Baron is yet to disrobe as he's sort of finishing up these last couple tasks of the day. So Dane and who else needs to be contacted? Send someone else to. I can contact my my brethren in Mithril Hall. Oh yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. No one who's his brother? Brethren. Brethren. Okay. Because you have a son named Delg. Delg. Right. Okay. Son Delg. Daughter Eldeth. Other son Orsic. Father Berend. Mother Mar Mardred. And my sister Marga. Do all dwarves have such large families? Ah. Uh, not that long. Like says as he the removes the last of his loincloth and. I mean, I've only got three kids. Dips into the. Only had one head. sister. He says, uh, "Yeah, I mean, but I have zero kids, so yeah, it's a lot more than me." How many were in the clutch you sprang from? Uh, yeah, orcs come from eggs, right? Were you the runt of your family? The runt of the pack. He says, oh, I get it. It's everyone, uh, uh, you know, poke fun at Albeck time. Uh, that's okay. That's cool. You know, I'm just going to... Oh, if I was going to poke fun at you, I would have mentioned something else. More <laughs> Superman. Albeck deep, deep, <laughs> dips deeper into the hot spring. <laughs> oh, God, they are from eggs, aren't they? Drewson uh, uh, is in his uh, skibbies uh, as he's been bathing. And he goes to the edge of the pool where Baron is... And trying to speak quietly so Bearjai doesn't hear. 
Oh, there's a closet. Well, she doesn't have her belt on right now. I forgot. Because that she's it. naked. Oh, yeah. So she could just speak loudly. She wore him. I forgot it was Baron birthday. <laughs> Do, tomorrow, could you do a, a, a casting of continual flame for me? I mean, have you got any ruby dust? Oh, no. It takes ruby dust? Think so. You we might have, have rubies. rubies. Yes, we have rubies. Let me take a peek. Ow! Jason has an idea Ow! for a present. Bear Jack Are you trying to smash it so with your hot. hands? Bear Jack really wants ruby dust. Bear Jack would like that. Julie to help you turn a ruby into ruby dust if you convince him to break valuable rubies. <laughs> ruby dust worth 50 gold pieces. I believe we have 50 gold pieces. You just take it. There you go. Like, we'll just crush it with this 500 gold piece diamond. <laughs> Whatever's more valuable has a higher hardness. Ah, oh, we don't have any rubies. No rubies? No, not really? this. That's we have so many gems. Various gems. We have rose quartz. Okay, okay. The spell doesn't know. Break a different crystal. We'll have to wait till we're back in town. But isn't a ruby it. just a type of mm, fairy? I'm thinking of. Just mix it uh, with some red dye. Uh, ruby. Never mind. Never mind. Alright. Oh, wait, we have a gold necklace with ruby stones. Is that worth 900? Worth 900 gold. No, sapphires. <laughs> Pull a couple out of that. Ruby's maybe. Now it's worth 850. <laughs> <laughs> Google knows me because when I search for Ruby, I get nothing about gems and I get everything about the Ruby programming language. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be Steven Universe. Ruby gem. Ruby on Rails. Um. Uh, Oh my god, and if I search Ruby Gem, that is the name of the package manager for Ruby on Rails. This is brutal. Uh, <laughs> Ruby Real Life duck, duck, go. We have We have a gold necklace gemstone. with Ruby Stones. Look up Ruby Gemstones. Yeah. yeah, we have a gold necklace with Ruby Stones. So I pop one of those out and replace it with a different stone with if the, we want to resell it. With the, the help of Master yeah. Jula. Don't you have a corundum? Mock definitely yes. huffs and puffs it's a little bit. It's a variety bit. of corundum. Oh, okay. It's a variety of we have a card on oh, They're all types of sapphires. That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, Ruby is a type of sapphire. Is a type of sapphire? And a sapphire, I thought it Could was I use a 50 gold piece sapphire instead? That's just a gym. Will he Actually, it's really complicated when I start diving into it, and I don't oh really God. care about getting into gemology. But maybe Eric should study up and mock and throw out some of these odd things. I'll figure out. You got some homework there, buddy. And uh, there is. There is a, definitely a back and forth conversation between Dresden and Rock, who is, you know, is generally against breaking down good rubies for for silly arcane tricks, especially when it's, when it's valuable. But uh, he does win him over, you know, Bear Jaw, your birthdays, right? Like, you know, Bear Jaw is becoming that, you know, special unifying character that we all love. So <laughs> we just eventually we get there where he's just like grumbling and he. Helps you create some very cool. nice ruby dust from these stones. Thank you. I will get rid of one sapphire, and that can come out of Drewston's no. side of things. Don't be ridiculous, Drewston. Well, we all get from I'll this. prepare that tomorrow. I think I can spare of one. Thank you, Clinton. All right. Uh, he, you know, selling his coat, and but luckily, a little warmer. He's sitting kind of at the edge of the thing, and uh, he sits Mock still also near hasn't, Mock. hasn't gotten in, so he's... Yeah. Uh, uh, so he prepares things and uh, says a message. This is Mock. I have a story that I must entrust to you in person. Come to Mithril Hall quickly. Bring the lads. This is what, after a little bit of you know ceremony and and uh, prep, more uh, Baron 
asks his prayer for Morden and uh, sends this message to what's the name of the fellow? Dane Frostbeard. Dane Frostbeard, a dwarf that Baron has met several times over his life because uh, it's it's a Citadel Adbar, which is only some distance to the east of Mithril Hall. It's probably one of the next closer dwarven holds. So, uh, where is that on the map? Let's just. Oh, I see it right there. Citadel Adbar. Yeah. There you must be a road that connects them that we don't really see. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's oh, it goes north. In, it disappears into the clouds. I didn't actually. know it's so north. Yeah. Wow. Wait, what did they fight there? You fight in orcs. 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 Just like from the King, north or kingdom of many areas, area, yeah. specifically. And uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, is this area like a lot really of orcs? Orcish? Petty orcs. We get a myth like, of all like, time. The kingdom of many areas is like the only orc kingdom of like note, like orcish oh. empire that's really ever existed. Yeah, the mostly day. orcs are they separate had, tribes, but battle. Obold many arrows gathered them all and made a giant kingdom. Where yeah. is uh, Gontagrim, by the way? It's uh, actually really close to the Sunless Citadel. Well, okay. Uh, oh, Sunless Citadel. Right, up there. I was about to say, I don't know where that is. I thought you meant the Temple of the Lone Evil. So somewhere over there, but it's not on this map. Is that right? No, I don't know. Like it, because it wouldn't it be somewhere. I think we looked at a different map. I think we looked at we looked at the fifth edition map. The fifth edition map has it. Yeah, yeah. But we don't have a beautiful vinyl giant fifth edition Forgotten Realms. Also, the fifth edition beautiful map cuts off a bit over here. It doesn't have all this This some parts over there. It covers a lot of the Sword Coast area. It's a good texture. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so this is the message that he sends to. Dane, and does he get a response? <coughs> and right. I will say, I will say, as you think, Baron uh, does know that uh, yeah, Dane from the last time he met him was this, this, this again, a, not a rising star, but a, a rising dwarf of, of great potential mm-hmm. within uh, the, the warriors of Citadel Adbar, themselves a renowned fighting force in a in a citadel fortress, a kind of like very, very much a, a, a stronghold of, of dwarven power. So uh, a noteworthy person, someone that, that kind of received talk and ad, uh, an adulation, and you know someone who had specifically a bit taken Mach under his under his wing, mm-hmm. um, and was, was was pivotal towards Mach kind of coming through this hard time, uh, the, the 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 really the, the the shameful downfall of his crafting career. So you know you know again he's somebody who uh, who, who has. Yeah, who yeah, who connects up with Mock's story in that way, generally. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to say here is that uh, you know this character better, Eric. I'm going to yeah. have you reply. Nothing has happened to this guy uh, that would that would make it uh, make his reaction to this message any different than what you might expect. Sure. Okay. Then uh, in that case, Greg, why don't you throw a D4? Three. It's a three. Mark, good to hear that your bones are still walking the earth. But you know I've got I've got much to do here in Adbar. Now is not a time for for uh, uh, for laying aside. That's it. To... That's twenty five words. Oh, that's right. Amazing. Really hard to count words that quickly, but it's in the ballpark yeah. of twenty five words there. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Baron relays what he said. Yeah. Do, do I hear it? Because he's sitting right there with you. No, it's like it's telepathically, telepathically in my brain. Yeah. Uh, I also says, love that we have faced this challenge with sending, which is it is a spell that's got this limitation, yeah. but unless people are familiar with responding to it, they don't know about the limitation. So you either have to use some of your words to explain how to reply. Exactly. Or you hope that they get it, and in this case... Unfortunately, maybe he even did get it, but he's just 
He likes to speak, uh... Um, <laughs> because yeah. what it means is wizards yeah. who are familiar with it, when they get a message, they pause for a long time before they say anything. Like, they like, gotta go, fill 25 words. Message received. Yeah. On my way. Mustn't dally. <laughs> I, I imagine, again, because, you know, I, you know, customer service hasn't been invented yet, that there's no, like, strong indicator that, like, messages stop now. Yeah. So, they might Dane be- finished his sentences, and he's probably going on about his day. Yeah. Hello? Exactly. <laughs> Hello? So, what do you want to do? Doesn't sound like he's interested in coming from what you sent. Locke says, fuck, we only got half a message. I only, I mean, I, I sounds like he probably was going to keep talking. <laughs> I'll try again tomorrow, eh? Well, I can send one more. Please continue. Fuck. 25 words only. <laughs> he says, well, are there other messages to be sent? I mean, I, we've got some weeks of travel ahead. I imagine I'll be sending some every day. Aye, let's, let's fire them again. <laughs> I'm still looking for Gontagram. I'm looking on the new map. I can't find it. Uh, it's right on the other side of uh, where the Sunless Citadel is. Yeah, that's what we already said. That's over by Waterdeep. Around here or something? That's way far away from the Sunless Oh, uh, where were we originally? Sunless Citadel's right next to Waterdeep. Where? I north of it, in the forest, north of it. And then... The Sword Mountains. It was in the yeah. Sword Mountains. It's really close by. Just Yeah. I've basically been wandering around this it's area. It's close enough that you could transport a cursed Weird. child. Gontogram is not on this map? Oh, no, it's from Way the Citadel. North. It's next to Neverwinter. To- yeah. It oh. is not next to the Sunless Citadel. Oh, for some reason I saw a map that showed the Sunless Citadel and Gontogram right next to each other. It's right next to, is Mount Hot now there? Or, uh... Mm. There's the crags are there. Gontogram is, is about one-third between Neverwinter and Mirabar. So see Neverwinter? Oh, wow. See Mirabar? Yeah. It's about one third so of that mountain. It's right in the mountains there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the crags. It's like in that We could. Area. We should actually. We could mark up this up. We could just put little stickers. I could bring little round stickers or something. Those will get peeled and the. It's an option. Don't really love marking it up. But, mm. but imagine if all, all our fourth edition like paths and things were on here. It would actually be kind of cool. That would be cool. Like, we would not be regretting that now. Yeah. So we yeah. should not shy away from doing our current thing now. Yeah. Good so, I mean, good having that, that, like, you know, the Indiana Jones, like, this is the path you took from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We like, show a little uh, air balloon yeah. and uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> especially <laughs> marking, like, okay, Mirror of Dead Men, yeah, Gondogram, yeah. Sunless Citadel. Yeah. Oh, we could get some, like, uh, those acetates or whatever. Just overlay could we actually not play today and let's just be yeah, yeah, want to do mouth design? I'm excited <laughs> about cartography. Let's go back and listen to all the old podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. We, got That's all good. Day. we, we can got put all them day. all on, let's say, double speed. We'll be here for six months. So as usual, uh, Drew okay. Sim's going to set up his tent pretty early. Um, sets it up close to one of the pools so that uh, like warm, even like overlapping it just a little bit so that like warm just heat is going into it. Or maybe what he does is like the, the roof of the tent he extends out over the pool so it traps the warm air. But then he's going to go inside and he's going to take out the ogre skull that he got. Uh, and he's going to use his little hammer and little chisel tools to do some carvings in it, right? So he's going to carve an oak tree and a dragon and a big brick onto it. The old ogre skull. Yeah. Okay. And thinking of Bear Dog. Hold on. Where, uh, where, what was the ogre skull from? Uh, there was an ogre skeleton. 
that we defeated. In Kun? In Kundra's Kun. It was in Kun. It was Jagedin's uh, Cursed Chamber. Oh, oh, that Oh, that yes, ogre. Yes, 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 okay, yes, yes, I was thinking of the one that recent. used to be the... That's pretty recent, I gotcha. actually. That yeah. ogre. Um, the last sending... Are, are you wrapped up? Yeah, and basically he's turning it in. He's going to break off pieces of it so that be wearable as a mask. Wow. I figure a large skull can go over a head pretty easily. You're making a giant skull mask? Yeah, skull and then mask. we're going to cast Continual Flame on it. And <laughs> <laughs> to a birthday present! Yeah! <laughs> so that's not happening right now. No, right he's now he's doing the decoration. The so last, doesn't have time the to last sending use. Does anyone from Mithril Hall know we're on our way? Uh, we've told no, people but to I can do that there. in the morning. Yeah, we've told people to go there. I thought you had two more. I know him, but uh, before the other ones even get him to come. <laughs> it's a longer trip from Citadel Adbar. Uh, Alright, so Baron again sort of gathers his, his divine energies and then gestures with his shield. Dun, dun, dun. Only 25 words, you blowhard! And this is urgent! <laughs> Safety of home and dwarves. At stake. At stake. Also, I'll be shaving... I was showing. I'll be showing you a lost king's armor. <laughs> Whose message was that to who? This was from Mock again to Dane. Back and to Dane. Baron, let's say Baron read it once first to <laughs> yes. make before he actually sends yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Like shaving you, showing, showing. Like your ta- your handwriting's terrible, Mark. <laughs> he's like, he's like. Yeah. How did you run a business? He's like, why don't you read it? Your ledgers must have been a mess. <laughs> you don't have to read it one time before you send it. He's just, oh, can't imagine what he'll be thinking when he gets that one. All right, uh, but so nonetheless, the message. What comes, is he thinking? The message comes back, and he says, he says, blowhard. I said, you foolish dwarf, and you'll be shaving nothing, but uh, but it better be worth me time. See you there in three months. I'll bring the lads, and this armor better be. <laughs> three months. All right. Slow traveling people. They are slow. Well, I mean, long live. There's no rush. He's the, he's the head of all security at the lab bar. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's that for today. And uh, business managed. I'm going to take a dip. <laughs> you just say that and mutter it to yourself. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I figure it's as it gets in the evening, it's certainly, uh, we talked about, you know, dancing lights and. Uh, and uh, I don't know if anyone has. Does anyone have any, actually have any instruments? I don't think I'm proficient with any instruments. I am. Actually, I'm sorry, I am proficient. You are. Does anyone have any instruments? Does anyone have any instruments? Are we not a? There is the instrument of the earth, and the instrument of the body. Feels like talking about Goliath handbone. 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 Well, yeah, I mean... Proficient in ham. Listen, listen. As a Goliath, you don't have a... You, don't, you can't just carry around 
A bunch of stuff. You're nomadic. <laughs> a bunch of stuff. Who's the giant bag? I mean, <laughs> okay, so maybe I should carry around a thing or two now. Is that a request of you an affront to your culture? <laughs> Have we offended you deeply? Don't, didn't realize. Continuously? <laughs> All the time. You yeah, can't well, just keep making me carry things. No, well, I like it. I like it. We I can like certainly relax here. No, no. And uh, he was uh, actually trained as a dwarven singer because he went through the training of singing dwarven histories. But and he he had the voice of an angel. You know, uh, but he you... doesn't do it anymore because it reminds him too much of his mother. Oh. <laughs> if, if you hand me that jug, you know the jug. <laughs> He's like, if you just give it over here, I can play it. My voice has changed. I will be careful and not break it. I promise. I promise. He suspiciously. And then I was like, I need more acid from that. Don't break it. <laughs> Don't break it. So, you know, it, it's, the corks are firmly Seated. sealed. Sealed. Hoot, 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 hoot. As acid and, and mayonnaise and, and everything pours out. Ah! No, she, she, can, she, can, she can keep a good beat on that. Um, if only we had audio of such a thing. But... See, you've got you've got practice too. We have drums. Okay. Oh, yeah. we do. We do. And uh, you all know what drums sound like. Yeah, and as people are relaxing, Shrim right, is going to uh, use uh, some some yeah. cantrip to heat up a little uh, sensor, a little, yeah. little thing. Burning incense. Dish of, yeah. uh, of some incense, and you see him take a take a uh, out of one of his um, nicer looking pouches, and he burns some of that and takes a takes a big big deep breath from that, and then. Chews on some mushrooms, and you see him just kind of like settled in <laughs> to a <laughs> to a spot. Um, Scrimcorn's getting high, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and drifts off into uh, into a uh, meditative a trance. Meditative state, uh, trance. You've been hanging out in like your least favorite part of town, and eaten by lizards, and like swamping through. I mean, maybe oh, that's well, a and this is he's um, <laughs> the lizard. Does part. he mention? Uh, no, I, no. He, I mean, you guys recognize the pouch yeah. that he's getting. Uh, is it? He's going on a uh, a vision quest with the witches. Um, Actually, I don't know if we've ever been around him when he did a vision quest. Uh, oil uh, oil main was, was with him, but with the him. rest of us were in the balloon. You guys um, caught up later. And uh, and yeah, actually, before he got, he, he mentioned he he mumbles to his brother. He's mumbles to his brother. He wouldn't advertise it. Um, it was uh, this is this is not the kind of land to go on a mushroom fueled wandering walk. Uh, Oh, freeze to death, or get eaten by something. Why I'm not with my, not have my wits about me. Um, and so he's uh, he he's you know doing what he can uh, in a situation that, that is presented to him has to do this kind of uh, around other people. Um, I'll make which sure you don't stay in the water. Do you supposed to say, "Hey, make sure I don't wander off and kill myself"? Uh, anybody? Um, he says that to his brother. Okay, yeah, to his yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, he passes yeah. on to his brother. Tell somebody where you're gonna be when you go back in the lung. Uh, yeah, so he's he's gonna do that and just kind of settled in. But you you know he 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 understands his different uh, his different supplies, um, and he's you know not not something that's gonna get him to go wander off. He's just more just gonna kind of go inward. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, trips off. Finally, Robo dubs in the tub, gets down in there, takes off all of his heavy armor, and. It relaxes yeah. him so greatly, and, and the the one thing you guys do see is like the the kind of the, the vestiges of the acid burns from that dragon, oh, yeah. which have been slowly healing over time. 
like the healing magic has definitely kind of restored the hit points, but like the actual kind of the, the undoing the scarring is something that takes a lot longer. And so there's a couple kind of like welts and like red patches, but you see those even visibly just kind of closing up finally with the with the uh, the, the comfort, the the relaxation, and the healing powers of the mineral springs here. Hmm. Scrimcorn's consciousness fades from the tangible mortal world that the rest of you all live and breathe in and enters another. Dan asked for people to think about uh, contributions to this psychedelic journey. Who's ready to go first? Wait, he did? He did Ooh, on Slack. Slack. If you're not and ready, you can think of it now. It does not have <laughs> does not have to be everybody, but let's just keep the keep the mood and pace going with it. Ready when then let's go. go with Kevin. Okay, he sees a valley surrounded by a crown of seven mountains. The center of this valley is an enormous statue of a woman with seven faces and seven hands, each facing and pointing towards one of the mountains made of cracked old stone. A storm comes in, and Scrimcorn's vision shows this progressing as if a day could pass in a minute. It goes so quickly, the clouds roil across the sky, covering the sky in a thick mass of, uh, of gray and black and green. Rain starts falling, pounding the ground, as all these rivulets start meeting in the middle of this valley and water begins to rise up, uh, slowly covering the, the hem of the, the stone woman's dress, rising up to her pointing hands, rising over the hands and arms and shoulders till just her face streaked with rain and moss as if tears, her seven faces slowly submerged beneath the water until all he sees are the tips of the seven mountains and a vast, endless span of gray, choppy water. And then the vision fades, Swimcorn's mind sees something new. Um. The, it, it's not that it fades. It's the water stills to to glassy smoothness, and the gray um, is becomes even more still. And then all of a sudden, the the entire world shifts, and it's a mirror. And he's seen himself, and it's it's himself, but with without all the trappings of of his life and how he's been living it. It's him if he had lived a, a, a more normal life, a, the, the him that, that never was because he was given away and, and whatnot. And, um, but as he sees this other person who's not him, but also him, uh, that being starts to peel away the skin and underneath insects start to, to come out and you just see the entire face just slowly be consumed and exposed by these insects that begin to roil about the face and, and pour out of the eyes and he opens his mouth and it's just that frog 
from before coming out and eventually the entire face reflected in this mirror sort of sloughs away and there's nothing left but his own skull and his skeleton and that also just slowly begins to almost like jellify and melt into that clear pink ooze and just and the ooze continues to expand outward and darken and corrode until you realize you're looking at the surface of a vast mighty saltwater bog and you see the mirror before you and and you, you, you see it as from a bird's eye view but at the same time very aware of every small gnat and tw- and, uh, and, and uh, ghoul and uh, putrid inhabitant of this you're just, you're just aware of the, of the entire landscape living and churning and then all of a sudden you see it draining just kind of like slowly a, a, a small trickle of a current and then a rush as the water gets peeled back into the uh, sea of swords and the, uh, the, the bones of the mirror are revealed sunken uh, sunken castles and crags and, and the foundations of buildings and weapons and, 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 and bones and, and, and crypts. And then time seems to wash back and you see a, a, a vibrant society that is, that is uh, at, its, at its peak, a heyday of, 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 of humans, elves, dwarves, and, and many races living. And you see that washing again away to the sea of fallen stars, a much more primal land, hot, uh, tropical, uh, tropical kind of uh, just uh, fog kind of rolling over. Uh, that rolls back. A, 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 a civilization of, of lizard uh, people um, at their peak, and you see just kind of like wave after wave washing back the land until you see uh, just barren rock from ocean, uh, lava, and, uh, and, and you see the, the entire history of the, of, of the mirror peeled back one layer at a time. And then, uh, Scream's vision turns to the color of, uh, of, of what it looks like from the inside of your eyelids when you're looking towards the sun with your eyes closed. Hmm. And he can feel this warmth surround him as if he's being held and as if he was a child. Uh, in, held by uh, a mother. He opens his eyes and he looks up and he sees the face of a drow woman looking at him um, with kindness and caring. And uh, Scrimcorn, he feels the vision kind of look somewhere else and then try to return the look towards the woman, but she's gone and the warmth is gone. And then he sees the woman standing off in the distance and behind her is a giant bat that uh, encloses its wings around her and then suddenly spreads its wings as if to fly away and the woman is gone and the bat disappears in the distance sitting in a the vision then suddenly turns to the interior of a, uh, a a forest, like a cottage, so uh, a kitchen table, uh, a cook pot in a fire, uh, herbs and other things hanging from the ceiling, um, 
seated at the table are uh, pigs, donkeys, other farmyard animals, um, braying loudly for their meal. In the kitchen, a human queen dressed in all perfect finery, her (laughs) feet caked in mud, her hands soaked in blood, uh, a crown upon her head, her eyes streaming with tears. Um, In the cook pot are obviously human hands and feet coming out of it, (laughs) and there she is butchering her own children, serving them to these braying barnyard animals who clamber for more. And then the cook pot boils, boils over and over and over as the entire room starts filling with the broth of the uh, of the cook pot. And the pot, (laughs) the pot pot sinks down into the broth as the building fades away and uh, and in their place replaced by twisting, gnarled trees and, uh, and bushes and scrimcorn uh, through all of this, finally finds himself in a, familiar, uh, in a familiar place, the swamps of the Mirror of Dead Men. And then he hears a voice, Scrimcorn. Still better than Caroline Travel. He, um, he suddenly... <laughs> With with a, with a moment there is like taken aback by by the silence and says, "Yes, yes." Turning towards the voice, Scrimcorn sees the three witches standing abreast. One pale skin, bald; another dark skin, shoulder length hair; and a third very long hair on the boy witch's uh, head. As they start walking towards Scrimcorn and circling him around. The boy witch says, Our most loyal of servants. And the dark-skinned witch says, Tell us, what have you found following Bearjaw? Uh, uh, again, again, taken aback by, like, the, the, the request for information and kind of struggling to, honestly, struggling to put the adventures he has had with Bearjaw and the party into a few, um... Uh, concise words. <laughs> the bald witch touches his chin and says, "Is she safe? Is she happy?" <clears throat> his, uh, yes, yes, definitely safe. For the most part, happy. I think. Use some more honey. Um, <clears throat> she found. She found the hammer of Moradin, and has slain many creatures, and. <clears throat> Made many friends. Friendship I think the witches look to each other as if silently communicating. Their gaze is held with each other for longer, uh, for longer than seems necessary. As uh, as the boy witch uh, moves in close to Scrimcorn's face and says, "The hammer of Morden, tell us about this." We, we, with with our companions. We entered into a, a dwarven ruins and, and found a, a secret compartment with a, with a trap designed to, to prove the invader's worth. And we were able to retrieve the hammer and found a message. And the bald witch says, Did Bearjaw prove her worth? Did you? I, I, Bearjaw did. <laughs> I, I did my best. 
says, Our most loyal servant. <laughs> what next? Uh, we head to Mithril Hall and eventually Deep Amaskar. No, the hammer. Oh. Tell us about the hammer. Uh, fixing on the hammer there. I'm still uh, high, guys. <laughs> we found a message. We found a so message. Commanding, commanding the retriever to to find Snowbane, a legendary, a legendary Goliath, and 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 gift the hammer to the Goliath, in with the gratitude of Moradin. Uh, the the dwarven companions we are with, as Scrimcorn <clears throat> says this, the swamp starts to boil noticeably, as if heated noticed that. to a boil, and Scrimcorn knee-deep in it, can feel his legs heated up as the witches are looking to each other feverishly. They're now completely surrounding him, and as he looks to each of them, they're, like, looking at each other and changing their, uh, changing their gazes. He fell asleep. Um, he says, the, the dwarves, the dwarves that are with us are caught up in a, in a family squabble with lies about their grandfather. Lies their grandfather has told. And trying to the bring bald the witch to touches her finger to his lips and says, "We care not of the dwarves." <laughs> says, "The hammer." Says, "Stay with the hammer and deliver to us the powder of a skull smashed by the hammer in war." And Scrimcorn feels the 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 boiling swamp get hotter and harder and start to rise up as if he is sinking deeper and deeper into it. The witches are sinking with him. As it rises up, he says, consider it done. And uh, as the water rises up to his neck, he snaps awake and realizes he is slipping down <laughs> into the hot <laughs> And he is above his mouth and nose and takes a big gulp in of the, of the water before coughing and sputtering and, and, and kind of climbing halfway out to be on the, to be on the dry ground as he kind of coughs that up and, and gathers, his, gathers his, his wits again. Um, of his surroundings. He just calls over to always uh, have ha- a hot spring buddy. <laughs> Oilman was supposed to watch out for him, but he was playing with Snoot. He was playing Hey, brother, oh, you all right? Uh, how long? There's a standard says, red and white says, sign that says, do not drink and use the hot spring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, we need to go back to Karinja Car again and get a dragon skull. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn it. Didn't uh, think to bring that. Do wars and war. Um. Uh. How long, how long was he out? How long was he? Does does how long was time pass for for the? What years? Uh. Twenty minutes. Gotcha. Not long this time. Um, it varies each time he does this, but this time, not long. It almost felt like it passed in real time. Um, and they said they wanted a well, I mean, skull. You should ask everybody else. The dust from a skull that was crushed with the hammer in war. The powder. Yes. The powder mm-hmm. of a skull. Um. Hmm. In war. And the hammer. Well, the hammer. Ha- the hammer hasn't enough. been. From what we can tell, the hammer has not been used. Um. In, I crushed one one dragon. Um. <laughs> If you count that as war, yeah, uh, war is subjective. Like, yeah, or uh, war specific, an emotional war. Um, emotional battle. He, yeah, he's he's just he's actually just kind of halfway out, just kind of processing this all. 
Um, and does not immediately pass it on to. Uh, oh yeah, I, I don't know. Pass it on to the group. You're still super high, um, anyway, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's just kind of resting and yeah, and kind of processing this mm. and uh, understanding the implications of. Uh, I think Oilvane conveys as much. He tries to ask Grimcorn, Did you say anything? And then he gets waved off. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just. Uh, it's like, so then Oilvane tells the rest of the group, "Yeah, he." He, he did like his vision speech. thing, but I think he doesn't want to talk about it. He's going to take some time to recover. Well, the, the knowledge gained between uh, a deity and uh, their followers, kind of, you know, private, sacred business. The fact that his, uh, his you know, witches deign to communicate with him personally is quite the honor, quite frankly. If I could, I would personally keep all my dreams to myself, but... Right, that, well, your, your dreams are noisy. Occasionally, yes. Mm. Very invasive. Mm. I can sleep further away. Way dream, away. Dream sharer. <laughs> I overshare, is problem. That is a dream oversharer. <laughs> That's really hilarious. Uh, yeah, so Scream's just processing and is probably just going to sleep for the night. Uh, Beardrop comes out of the hot dreams. spring completely pruny. Wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, my vision could stand to do some rewriting. <laughs> oh, there's I thought there was only one round. There was only one bottle of champagne, but we, Kiana and I, had another one, so we are happy to open it. Just for this you is, guys. If you remember my boozomancy that was six bottles of champagne, that's you only drank five. Oh, that's wait, one of them, so wait, we're finishing wait, up our boozomancy. We got through five? I think so. I, don't know. I, think, I think we did four. I think so. I think we, we did there was like, I don't know, man. I'm always impressed at how far champagne, champagne goes. Yeah. Uh, right. also I think we had a lot of people. I also got a bunch of beer outside, too. So. I'm definitely going to do a beer. Okay, so yeah. so with the with the camp here, Scrimcorn is... Scrimcorn's immediately he's, sort of retiring. He's just going to retire. This is, it takes a lot out of him. Drewston's in his tent, I assume, for the night now. Baron gets out of the hot springs, and you're able to see his dwarvenly beauty. He has his nice big round belly. He's not like a big rippling muscular dude, but he's he can definitely take a hit. He's he's got some you know mass, but it's all very soft and supple. When people see his body, do they say that's a nice beard? That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a whole thing. You get out of the, you get out of the hot tub, and like you gotta, you know, brush it and dry it, and he's 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 fussing with it, you know. Otherwise, he's gonna wake up in the morning. It's gonna be a tangled mess. It's a huge. You can't go. To, you can't go to sleep with it wet. <laughs> trying to imagine that. So, fifth edition really only has maps of the northwest of Faerun. Really? Yeah, that's they, what I noticed. They have not made a map that is. That's this full. They've oh. fo- they've been, the, even the, the... But they're still pushing out content. Even what you so, might yeah. call the Forgotten Realms 5th edition book is called the Sword Coast Adventures, guys. Yeah. So oh. it's, they, they haven't done a... Like, previous editions has had a... They haven't, like, gone the Forgotten Faye Realms or, book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So have they done another dark thing? None of that. They have. Um, there was a... Wait, a out of the Abyss. Hmm. And there is a map of the Underdark of the Northwestern Faerun. <laughs> I think my cup is over by the sink um, somewhere. That's, that makes sense because they're yeah, still pushing yeah. out content. I forgot yeah. that they're like. If it's not, just give it a quick rinse. It'll right be good enough. We picked up a couple of those. Apparently, in the underdark, there is the upper dark, middle dark, and lower dark. <laughs> and the uh, the taint dark. <laughs> <laughs> right. Between the middle and lower. Keep. Uh, it's a thin ceiling. It's yeah. a thin strip drain. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
Or if I get some hot water? Absolutely. Yeah, you press unlock. Help, help yourself. And then you press distribute right here. Okay, let me go. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, uh, yeah. So, Baron, you know, he uh, gets himself all ready for bed, lays out his bedroll, kind of puts it kind of near the edge of the hot spring since it's, it seems next to the hot spring you don't even almost really need a fire. Yeah. Unless you need the light hot. for some reason. Nah, I mean, he doesn't he's, really. He's dwarf, yeah. so some of the pools are too hot to go in. Right, I mean, some that's... Some of the pools are, are, are boiling. Makes sense. Mm. And they've killed well, well, I mean, people who fall in and die. Yeah. I always Human like very, My dad and I always joke that there's always a sign of a kid that looks like a Boy Scout, like, falling in oh. and his hat's falling off. We'd always have that sign when we're at one prismatic pool, and there's just a little kid's cap in the water, and like, oh, that's him! <laughs> little Timmy! Yeah, I've always wondered where we should put this second camera when we're not doing mm-hmm. anything with the map. No, it should be, like, where we yeah. are, right? Here, you, you the, put, the, you the top of the world. Like up there, it's really up at the top there. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So we're talking about all these places that are all in a pretty tight circle. Yeah. Um, and a bear goes to bed. A bear goes to bed. Anybody else do anything tonight before we sleep? Oh, we should set up sentries. This bear's like getting raised, like, oh. oh yeah. I, we do have assassins on the guys. We have our watch. And we did get attacked yeah. by trolls. Like, yeah. actively, we were. <laughs> they killed we Rustin. Uh, yeah, I feel like we would have a normal. Bear job feels like yeah, taking I, first watch. I mean, that sounds like fun. We don't have to go too into details about the uh, the mechanics of the watch. I assume you're just going to go too deep watch. Yeah. Partner system, as is kind of standard. Well, well, randomly for who it is or something happens, basically. Uh, you know, you do like two hour shifts and you stagger it, so your total rest is more like uh, is more like a ten hour sleep. You know, with with the watches. Yeah, works. Okay. And if something were to come up in the middle of the night, you can just roll for whose shift it is at the time. Yeah. Um, Who wants to do Watch with Mock? How many many shifts are you taking? I think it should be like Mock and one of you three. I, mean, like pair I was going to say, we don't need to do yeah, anything else yeah, 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 unless yeah. you're looking to do no, some no, no, no. specific storytelling. Yeah, some hands over the course of the night. I didn't want to crush any role playing. I was like, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know. If I missed that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. Better. Worry about it if it comes up. Perfect. Unless you wanted, like, mopping up with one other person to be a storyteller. No, 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 no. I thought we were just looking to break it down. Nope, nope. No breaking down. Uh, can assume that you're doing smart watches. Abek is probably not one of the pairs. No. Oh, question. Dax. Is he still with us? Did he take off? Uh, he's here sleeping this night. Oh, okay. okay. Um, he was thinking about taking <coughs> off. Scrimcorn said he's trying to find a hot spring. He's like, I'll stick around. <laughs> Dax is a very much like sort of minute by minute staying with you kind of guy. And you keep giving good reasons. Well, now we're going to fight a dragon and get his horde. Oh, I'm staying with you. Uh, now we're going to go find a hot spring up in the snow. I'll Deeply stay with you another pragmatic. night. Deeply pragmatic. <laughs> He's yes. a guy when ordering food. He's looking at a menu and says, oh, tuna. Oh, wait, actually, the club. Oh, man, BLT. Yeah, it's a BLT. <laughs> he's, he's got, like, one foot and one shoulder out the door each time you guys talk about uh, going to Mithril Hall and engaging in dwarven political intrigue. And then you're like, but also hot springs. And he's like, one more night then. <laughs> Just as easy, easy come, easy go. Forget the BLT. Was it special today? Yeah. Super sure. Oh. Thank you really, really into CrossFit for the sub gifts. Thank you. Yes. To some of our regular viewers. Um, 
The so the night passes without incident, and as you awake, uh, as you awake, you find yourself uh, greeted by the pre-dawn, not light, <laughs> the the, the, the pre-dawn air, the arctic, the chilly pre-dawn air uh, uh, in the snowy mountains, although made uh, that much more bearable by the yeah. hot springs that you are camped right next to. Usually. Um, Although you do wake up fairly damp because a lot of steam in the air. Oh yeah, yeah. It is everything is like not covered in dew, covered in like steam and dew, condensation and snow. It is everything is soaked. Yeah, you, you don't want it. You want to sleep next to that. Yeah. <laughs> Bearjaw's not even at. She's Baron like, did because it seemed warm. Baron, she went further into the snow. Bearjaw's right. So he wakes him. He's like, <laughs> like hell. you know, <laughs> soggy. I I shot, but not. Look, multiple of this at the table know that the worst part about snow camping is breaking camp. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by, like, a margin of, like, a factor of four. I would like to establish a baseline of how clean is Scrimcorn right now. Um, that's a good question. He just took a bath. Which is, is he fresh? I don't know if we've ever seen him take a bath. Did he, like, roll around in mud like a dog afterwards? He's like, a little chinchilla dust bath. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Curious, curious to know, like, um, okay, was, so was the hair... He, so he does look very different. Washing. He does look very different. He did not use soap. He did not scrub. He didn't wash. No. But the heat of, a, of, of such you know, hot water, Scattered. like, he's so dirty that just a hot rinse yeah. takes he's, off, like... Eight of ten layers, <laughs> um, and so yeah, he looks—he does look very different. Like his hair is, is still matted, but it's not like grimy, and like his skin is is actually kind of like cleaned off and everything. Especially like, having like fallen asleep in the in the water for a while, um, we do that. So he does look different, and you know that like he basically—he was here like when you guys first like met him, he was pretty grimy. It got worse. Like he was like going through like the dog entrance and like. Yeah. Mirror bar and stuff like that, and oh, now he's back dragon down urine to bomb. dragon urine bomb. Yeah, exactly. Dragon urine bomb like him over the top at like 110. percent He's back down to like 15. percent But you know it will it will grow again. Sure. But if you were trying to impress royalty, this would be like this is the moment. Yeah, this is the time because you know it'll just get worse. Burn his clothes while he's not looking. But <laughs> bring, bring a new robe. And but say, that's all we got. And but yeah, but but you also know that like he's not like looking at himself, being like, oh, I'm like like appreciating this. I look really nice. He's no. he's more he's he's his appearance. He's completely unaware of most of the time. N- neither is he doing the chinchilla bath either. Exactly. He exactly. He does not. He doesn't roll around potentially. So yeah. Okay. Looking pretty mint and crispy over there, uh, <clears throat> scrim corn. He says, I mean. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I look like a, nope. a prince of a well-to-do nation now. <laughs> <laughs> Must be cold in hell too today. Jeez. Oh, yeah, uh, just give it, give it time. I'll get my rind back. Jason, <laughs> like no him. doubt, looks through his books to prepare his portents. Yeah, looks through his all uh, his books and magically things pop up that he'll need to know later. It's been a few weeks since we've gotten a prime. Was no. that a long rest? Oh, is it two? Yeah, that's a long rest. Yeah, I rolled two of them, and these are my rolls. A six and a five. It's a dark time. No, 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 it's good. No, no, no. Really good. Yeah, what I mean is these are weapons. Yeah, yeah. These are, when they're low, they're defensive. This is very high. Someone will suffer. These are powerful. Someone will suffer. These will just not save our lives. That's true. Tens are the worst. Yeah, exactly. If these were twins, it'd be like, oh, oh, like, Like, guardian angel is here. This, this is a a creature from a dark place. (laughs) I see. 
Uh, and then he has spent all night, uh, well, not all night, but he spent a Some significant portion chiseling Aww. this skull that he sneaks over to Baron's sleeping mat. <laughs> Baron, Baron. I don't want, I don't want Baron John to see it yet. Would you cast it? And he's got the uh, uh, crushed pretty far blue over sapphire dust. Give me it. I got a... I could have just picking up. Just, my beard isn't even brushed yet. I haven't even prepared this yet. Give me, just give me a minute. Sorry. Morgan's beard. Baron gets himself up. Dewey nice beard in a tangle, so he's in a bit of a sour mood on that front because he's all wet. It's going to take all day. He has like, to steam uh, his beard to get it back to. I mean, like, it's cold out. You don't want to be wandering with wet hair. It's no, terrible. No. Um, no, so he gets himself cleaned up and brushed out, and he's you know okay. thinking about what he's gonna do for spells that day, and and uh, finally once he gets himself cleaned up and he gets his armor on and he gets his shield and he offers his prayers to Morden and uh, and is blessed with his uh, his knowledge, um, and then he heads on over to Dresden's tent, and uh, let's pick this last one. He's in a bit of a rush now, so he's like, uh, 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 pick that one. Good enough. Um, ascending. Yeah. Um, so we dress in his tent, and you know, covered with maps and books and who's it's and what's it's. Um, Dresden provides the ruby dust. Yeah? Yep. And uh, uh, lays out the odd orc, orc skull. No, excuse me, troll skull. Ogre skull. Ogre skull it's now, mask. Yeah, it's now carved. You see, there's. A big oak tree, kind of like the oak outside Krunjakar. Nice. On one side, there's uh, a knight scale. On the other side, that big Grick, that master Grick. And then there's just dwarven runes. You see the runes of uh, representing the words Bearjaw, uh, Dragon Slayer, Grick's Bane, and Friend of Dwarves. Oh, Face of normal. Face of normal. <laughs> she was she'll, hoping don't worry. She'll get on there one way or another. Uh, like Sharpie. Yeah, he takes some of the, uh, the sapphire, the blue sapphire dust, and rubs it onto it so that it it goes into all those carvings. Cracks. Oh, perfect. Oh, and then he touches it and says, "You know, Morden, uh, bless it, this object to burn." Continually with your radiant aura. Now, normally, this would <laughs> like be like a warm red fire because the ruby. Because uh, we do yeah. with sapphire. Looks like a regular flame. Blue a person blue flame. Mm. And the flame comes specifically out of those carvings. <laughs> oh, and he looks at it and goes, oh, She's going to love this guy. Uh, he says, uh, but Baron, it was your birthday as well. And I want to give you something. Here's your mask. I mean, that dip in the, in the spring last night was pretty good as far as presents are concerned. And the fact that we're out of there, I'm feeling very, very well gifted. Muradin has blessed us. Uh, but he takes out a key. He it's a small, you. simple key. Nothing significant looking. He says, uh, this is the key to my parents' home. I've been carrying it around since I was banished from Gruntelgrim, hoping one day I'd be back to use it to say hi to my mom and pa. But I was dead, and you brought me back. And he gives you the key. And he says, I owe you my life, cousin. Uh, until I've repaid it, I will not return home. I'll do what you need. And if there's something you need of me, 
Even if there's something else I want to do, I'll listen to you. That's my gift to you. You're my family now. You're my only family. I mean, you've always been family, but I... I'd certainly have grown closer to you in these last couple months than, uh, than we had before. And, um... I'll not take this lightly. I appreciate it. Uh, I know I can get distracted and obstinate about certain things. But if you show me that key, cousin, I'll stop arguing and I'll do what you say. Uh, oh, that's finished. Hot wakes up and start. Oh, my God. Oh, my grave. No. Well, uh... All right, then. I'll, I will... Okay. Thank you. And he goes out and puts the uh, the the mask, the ogre skull mask, in a bag, and then goes out waiting for Bear Josh. Well, it's a thick bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's glowing blue. Yeah. I mean, it's it's actual like fire effects. It's a yeah. flame equivalent to the brightness of a torch. So it is like it's not just fire. glowing. It's like looks like it's burning. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? That's permanent. It looks like it's blue burning. Yeah. yeah, it's a permanent. It's continual flame. It's so when we can be covered or hidden, but not smothered or quenched. So we, and it is okay. until dispelled. When we walk into a town, Bearjaw will be wearing a flaming skull mask. <laughs> Oh, is it a mask? Yeah, and what was nice is that you don't need light cast on her hand anymore because she can just put this on. And And she also has dark vision from the dwarf belt, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she gets a penalty to stealth. But But now she's a really great target. (laughs) I just changed Bearjaw's portrait commission. Between Scrim taking a bath, the armor, and this flaming helmet, we are ready to impress. It's true. Dressed to impress. You could probably just look at each other and go, do you think the assassins would even know that we're the same? <laughs> like, hey, we're looking for a couple of assholes that we're trying to murder. We're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have not seen them. These guys. Assassins are like, in all my years hey, of experience, I feel like they would have mentioned where's a flaming uh, skull mask if that was Immaculate the person. Immaculate armor. And uh, this half-elf guy looks yeah. pretty normal. <laughs> not know, dirty at all. Really gross guy, but you guys all love to take regular baths, so it yeah, can't be any of you. Pretty welcome. Carry on. Goodbye. Uh, I mean, but they kill. They kill. Yeah. What's Bear John doing at this point in the morning? Um. Well, let's push-ups. see. Possibly the push-ups. I mean, looked in the world. Already took. Already took the snow <clears throat> bath. Snow bath is first thing. You know, get that bracing energy going. Uh, gets all dressed. Your inner armor and stuff. Um, and there are probably not a lot of, like, trees and whatnot around here, so she just finds, like, something... Like, she she builds a snowman, actually. A very large one, though. It's, like, full size, and she okay. just, like, beats the shit out of the snowman. <laughs> it doesn't last very long. It's a it's lot like... more snowman building than breaking snowman. It's like, yeah. like build a thing, it's like, smash! Plenty of rocks, <laughs> plenty of sticks in that snowman. It's kind of a kind of a process, you know? It's more it's about the it's process-oriented... Um, it's CrossFit. Yeah, very much. Yeah, uh, just, so, just enjoys this process greatly. Comes up to Bearjaw, and in Dwarven... You want some of this? Says, uh... Cousin Bearjaw. Cousin Drusten. Uh, we are doing this now. I uh, thought okay. we missed your birthday. We're a bit uh, distracted. That's right. I had a birthday. How old am I now? Mm, okay. Well, I'll got you something. And he pulls out from the bag 
the blue flaming ogre skull. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like it? (laughs) Just one moment. (laughs) It makes me so angry. I'm so excited. Does it go on my normal face? Only if you'd like. (laughs) I require a mirror. Uh, uh, (laughs) I'll create a little minor illusion of what your face looks like. This is not a normal face at all. I like it. I'm glad. I appreciate all the help you've given us. And I'm... I'm glad we gave you that belt as well. Yes, now I can understand you most of it. <laughs> I says, uh, oh, anyways, uh, I'll, I'm gonna go and get ready for our travels. Kinda Do you want me to himself. fight you now? No, no, no. It's traditional Goliath birthday. You give gift and then I fight you. Should have known better. Okay, fine. How about a quick chase? Oh, okay. (laughs) In the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe jump in the hot spring. It might be your (laughs) (laughs) A quick. Uh, should do like dexterity. Sure. Better acrobatics. Will I catch you before athletics you get away? Athletics acrobatics. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get away. How from much parkour athletes? are you doing? Oh, okay. Rustle the dwarf. Uh, not good. Um, that's a. A twelve. He goes, "What's that over there?" And then starts to run and isn't going anywhere because you just grabbed onto his. Well, I tried. Yes, that was an attempt. Happy birthday. Yes. Uh, then he actually goes to back <laughs> up his stuff. Then she follows you. Yeah. She was out in the woods just kicking the shit out of snow. <laughs> she didn't really have much else going on. But now she wants to show everyone my new face. walks over to the tree and just starts smashing her head against the tree. Oh, yes, this is feels good. great. Hello, everyone. It is me. Do not be afraid. Or be still afraid, but more afraid than Baron, normal. Baron has already seen it. Fucking hell. But he's like, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? It is me, normal face. Also, a bear draw, your friend. We're gonna get in so It is my birthday, fights. apparently, today. We're gonna be attacked on the road. <laughs> oh, I mean, if she's walking in front, I think we'll be attacked less. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's suddenly... Walk looks you over. can't see behind Walk the back. over. Drusted and give them like that nod, like it's well, it's well done, young Drusted. That's right. Very fearsome. You should all get matching masks. We could all wear masks. That could be our thing. I don't know if a giant burning skull would I represent more than well. Ricky didn't walk off with mine and puts the helmet on his foot. You could use a mask. Mm. Yeah, yeah, these guys are like... <laughs> this would really drive the humans crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. A lot of chitin and thoraxes. Well, are we off to Mithril Hall then? 
That was a long rest, yeah? Wait, that kind of long rest? That is a long rest. Mog change around. Mog spent the morning, you guys see. He he maintains pretty uh, pretty insistent uh, possession of Durgan's journal. Uh-huh. Which, as we know, only had a few entries in it, leaving the vast majority of the journal uh, blank. And he hasn't had a lot of reason for in, in recent years to really keep any sort of log himself but has been inspired by you know the kind of grudging kind of like effort of Jurgen to and the resources available just having this nice journal and you see him sitting there sketching designs you see him kind of in in kind of shorthand drawing a picture of the broken axe and kind of drawing these hash these grid lines over the uh the axe where where uh where he had he had noticed some things before during the crafting and then you see Kind of a few pictures of of the uh, head of head shaver and uh, starting to make kind of some 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 musings. You see a, a few kind of geometric designs of, of some gems and starting to make some, a, f- a few entries and some anecdotes himself. Hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good that's a good use of it. Says yeah. other yeah, morning routine. Oh, uh, just uh, sort of spell changes. Scrim is uh, kind of looking at his different pouches and uh, and like you know he's kind of opened it up and there's like some slime and mold coming out of these ones and there's some As creepy crawlies. Be. Yeah, there's like a tail that all of a sudden slithers into another one. <laughs> and he says, "Critters, if we do end up bumping into a doppelganger, then make sure I have some way to revert it back into a form we can recognize." Right now. Bring a spell with me. When it when we recognize its form, that is usually when it, it is doing a bad thing. Uh, right. I mean, if basically, if 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 there's any if there's any mm-hmm. doubt, well, I mean, it could also hurt the person. But I will fight you all it, to make sure you are really you. Was it a doppelganger that was there instead of Oilvane? No, no. But in the off chance that that succubus had any truth to tell us, uh, and there's a doppelganger in this region. I don't want to be... You know we I want to have something we can do about it. We should just fight Reasonable. every day to make sure everything is the same as before. I will just make sure you are all... It's not the worst fight. idea, but I'm not on board with that. Well, so, don't not, wake you, up and have an off day in the ring with Berja. She might not think you are who you say you are. If you don't bring everything you've got, she'll finish you. She'll finish you. So when I was kidnapped <laughs> by that crazy wizard lady... Right. There was someone who was impersonating me, but that wasn't a doppelganger, but there was a succubus who said there was a doppelganger. Right, right. What are the odds? That's very good. concerning. That's pretty nuts. Oh. And, uh, yeah, no more morning routine stuff. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna talk about his mission stuff on the on the trail. Okay. So. Um, on the route again. So we're heading Mithril Hall, or what's Hall. the best route to get down there? Uh, got any maps we can look at? Does anybody know the area well? Well, actually, well, so you guys haven't decided actually where you're all going yet. Yeah, so, and Scrim, you mentioned something about the Adventurers Guild and some concerns you had there. For for my own part, we've messaged Dane and Faldirk maybe on the way sometime in the future. Uh, it won't be any time soon, but Mithrahal clearly is the place to go for us to, uh, to have our, uh, to introduce, to see who is worthy of, of these secrets we've uncovered. Mm-hmm. I just think we should, uh, we should, 
the very least keep uh, keep the Adventurers Guild uh, on our minds. We I could think, send I think they're gonna sending to Nesala. See if she's found anything. Yeah, if we have if we have one to spare, I think that would be that would be wise. I think any information about the Adventurers Guild, like I said before, is gonna be useful to us. I'm I'm uh, we don't know how far they've actually stretched, and if they're everywhere between here and Deep Mascar, it's gonna be a long journey. It's only been a few days since we uh, last saw Nisala. Well, since ye last saw Nisala. Right, she was in Blassingdale, and then we traveled, and we were in Prindukar for a few days, so... Well, we sent her one message that? saying we'll reach out to her in ten days or so. She told us that it's a mere two weeks before they sent her blood from Mirabar mm-hmm. off into another holding, and that there was a, a bit of a timetable to consider if we're to... If we're to give her the aid she desires. Oh. Could we even get to meet a bot in time? Overland travel to Mirabar would be what? Two weeks? Yeah, it was a shorter, shorter journey to get to Kunjikar. Been about two weeks. Okay. Um, as Scrim says... Because uh, we, no, we went from Mirabar to Blassingdale to Blassingdale to Kunjikar. Correct, even with that. I figured it was, really, it was like one week, three days. Yeah, um, break camp uh, Scrim looks over to Dax and says, uh, Master, uh, Master Assassin, are you also a master of breaking and entering? Ha! <laughs> thiefing? I thiefing. Blood thiefing? He, uh, uh... <laughs> Just pay someone else to do it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah? I like that. He points to himself and says, Let's just say, yeah. Um, Scrim says... And he, and he, and he, unless someone uh, motions for him to, I don't know, he passed on, he says, we, uh, we bumped into this, uh, this elf, I've, I don't know if you've interacted with the Adventurers Guild, but, uh, we have not liked yeah, their, I know their methods of, uh, recruitment and their terms upon recruitment, and it, the whole thing just stinks. Uh, we met someone who said that they require, that the Adventurers Guild requests a, a vial of their blood, doesn't give it back, doesn't explain what it's for, said they'd get information for us about the guild. If we, uh, they, if they can get information about the guild, then, uh, then they would want us to get their blood back. If we're looking at some of our, our goals out toward the east, what, uh, what would you set as your price for breaking into an adventurer's guild building and retrieving something, getting out. I don't think we even care if you actually got in there. You can get out as loud and as bloody as you want. Yeah, that's not really my style, but uh, let, let, let's see. Appreciate the. He says. Flexibility. He says, I appreciate you telling me how to do my job there a little bit, uh, but uh, let's just say that what you're really asking is for me to get that blood from the adventurer's guild. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, uh, he says, yeah, it should be a walk in the park. Well, a walk in the park for me, the most famous assassin in the world. Clearly. All right. He says, my price would be, let's say, hmm, let's see, near bar, tight timeline, gotta get there quickly, not a lot of time to stop and smell the roses along the way. You guys uh, if it ends up options. in Waterdeep, the problem is a lot worse, and, uh... Uh, let's see. Considering the limitations uh, of your actions. And he says, uh, 
says, but maybe a uh, you know continued client discount uh, because we've been uh, you know because we've been working together. This is not the first contract you'd be hiring me for. Plus, uh, you know, I would like to have a long-term relationship with you all. So I'm gonna say uh, 600 gold. I could do it for. 600. So we have that in gems. Quiet, Tristan! He knows how much you have. <laughs> yeah. He was there when you counted it all up 12 like, hours ago. when we, like, looted the dragon. Yeah. He says, uh, and, uh, you know, I know you can afford it. All I've got on me is this 20 gold. <laughs> Maka. Maka's there, and he doesn't seem to be making any efforts to negotiate. What? Like Doc says, he pretty much knows all the cards on the table, and from everything he's saying, it's a taking fair consideration for the future, so more about whether we want to bother ourselves to do it or or simply pay for services rendered. Agreed. Ben, oh, good idea, Scrim, to reach yeah. out to Nasala. Let's, let's see what she has to say. My goal, I don't care what happens to the elf or all the people who signed a contract with some stupid really. <laughs> civilized organization, but uh, anything that we can use against them if they try to hamper our our dealings eastward, I think it's just a good. Why have they become it's, it's well spent money. If Nesala has something useful, and what is money anyway? How are we to get the information from Nesala? Twenty-five words is not a lot of room to communicate. Do you messages. have anything to report? I mean, that's yeah. I think if twenty-five words or less, if. Clearly, uh, don't forget that part. As a reminder to all of you, on timelines, she was planning on joining back up with the caravan yeah. guards and is still traveling with them for the yeah. next like three weeks. It's a uh, it's a multi week uh, trade caravan route that the contract is signed for. Yeah, I think we. So I they're mean, like Drusen says, a week and some uh, change. Because what was the deal with her? I thought she think... told us that within two weeks her blood would be... Yeah. So we gotta get the blood. She did, and then she'll she did also tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't think she'll be able to get much info other than from her caravan mates for the next few weeks. But if we could get the blood in the first place, we'd have an ally for a lifetime. So we're making an investment. We get her blood back and then she just owes us I, 600 could, gold worth of services? We could say we'll contact the and, um, you know, 10 days time or whatnot, and she has that much time to have something ready for us the those of you who actually chatted with her more i didn't i didn't spend much time oh, does she see <laughs> she was competent i mean she got us uh from we got you know we trust in here uh be rough you know did she him see, being alive did see she did she seem like someone who would pay her debts i've no interest in the lass herself Good or bad, though she may be, it was more of the information. He well, says that's what I mean. Isn't it? He <laughs> says whether or not she can provide that, I'd, be, I'd bet on ourselves to uncover any of that information. Uh, it's just a matter of time. I don't think we want to spend any time digging in the adventurers guild if we can task an elf who's already on the inside to do it. So if she seems like she's trustworthy, someone who would pay her debts, I I think investing in her and saying you owe us. If we think she's actually going to come make make good on that. Drossen, what could you do with that vial of blood, given the opportunity? Oh, I wouldn't. Cause ha, ha. No, he's just, you know, what's, what are the options? What, uh, what danger is she under? What could a person do with some blood? Greg, what does Teresa know about that? I mean, he is, again, not hugely studied in magic. He is right. hugely studied in the magic of 
his history lore and the all magic that. But of knowledge. Maybe yeah, he knows I mean, of there a are, civilization there are, that has done control through blood. There are or many, many tales of uh, of using blood as a strong component in magic. Usually, almost never uh, on the what savory side. Yeah. What Justin might consider the savory side of of the arcane arts. Um, you know, blood and getting other people's blood and trading in blood, that's really all uh, uh, the workings of, of frightening things. Yeah. Uh, well, what she told you is that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a meant to... Um, I can't remember what she told you, actually, so I'm going to skip that. Yeah. Mark then suggests perhaps there is a bit we can negotiate with Dax about. Mm. And he says, Dax... What say we take that 600, say, to 800, and you give us everything you can find from wherever you steal the blood? I don't imagine that they'd have it off in a location separate, but perhaps there would be mm, Some legends, gathering. names, process, something that, you, that, that would make it extra worth our while to send you hunting and... You know, infiltrating to the degree that you would to get back this sensitive material. He says, uh, 200, uh, 200 gold extra would be, would be a fair price for the exclusive rights to any, uh, information that I gathered there as I assume the subtext of what you're asking for. Oh yeah, that's not too much out of your way, but maybe keep an eye cracked for anything, uh, in that vicinity. He says, uh, uh, he says, my travels in these sorts of dealings do tend to have me spend some time where I'm, uh, where I'm going and I pick up things. You're not wrong about that. He looks at the rest of the group. I, will you take gems? Let's beam it again. He says, frankly, I prefer them. Okay. They are so, a bit lighter. Easier to fence, lighter to carry. Uh, Jingle less. Him, uh... Let's jingle 500 gold piece aquamarine. Lucky you. Uh, and then, uh, the like I said, 500. We sold like 300. Just we got a bunch of these down here. Uh, and then he will give him, uh, let's see, uh, a translucent green chrysophase, a transparent blue green zircon, uh, another transparent blue green zircon. Uh, a smoky gray quartz. Need a hundred more and two sapphires. It's a nice little. He looks at him, sort of jostling them in his hand, and you say he takes each one and he puts them in different pouches in his uh, uh, in his clothing, and then he uh, sort of jiggles around, and no sound at all occurs. It's a lot of pouches. Uh, and Mock says, "Full payment ahead. Full payment up front for this job." Next time, payment upon completion. He says, you ain't got to worry about anything uh, anything in that regard. As I said, most famous assassin in the world. He said, I wouldn't get any business if word spread that I took payment and fled. He says, I wouldn't expect so. Simple business practices. We'll reach out to you with 25 words uh, in... Uh, How much time would you think you need? When should we contact you? You say they're moving this in a uh, uh, little less than a week? No, wait. It's been... Uh, 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 
But Did she just join up? Oh, they're moving it in two weeks from when she yeah. said. Yeah. Not and two weeks that from was when she after Drustin got off is when that discussion happened. Yeah, so it's been only a few days. So he says, got a little over a week. He says, I'll have it done in a week's time. We'll contact you in a week then. He says, but I'm going to get there quickly just in case uh, uh, your information is wrong and the move and the move happens off schedule. All right. He said, uh, if you can't find means to send us the blood via, via courier... We'll be in Mithril Hall for some time. Or, or you can, you should be able to leave it there for us <laughs> upon return. He says, if I don't hear you, if I don't hear from you in six months time, you're forfeiting that, uh, you're forfeiting that exclusive, uh, that exclusive rights to my information. That's fair. He nods and he says, Mithril Hall is the backup job spot. He says, you'll get it. You, know. you you want the blood to be sent to you? He, he does clarify. He says, he says, mm, hang on. You want me to send the blood to you, or you want me to destroy the blood? Destroying the blood seems... Uh, I understand if you're looking for proof. Uh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. He's basically like, yeah, we destroyed it. Really? Like, why would you think Solid would want the blood? Yeah, like, Mox says, if there's means to send it, send it. We... Just, there's always means. Okay. Uh, he says, Does it need uh, to get to us or to get to Nasala? He says, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's, might we, there's, there's, what we might learn from the blood before destroying it or delivering it to Nasala anyway. If they've done something to it already. No. He says, it's your terms. And he, uh, he starts, uh, um, he pulls his pack over his shoulder and he says, I'll talk to you in a week. As he walks off, he says, You know who probably knows a lot about blood magic? It's the one who wanted oil veins. Mm. Too bad she collapsed into some interdimensional <laughs> asshole. And this all seemed like, like a decent lot, but didn't seem like the child of a prophecy sort. Oil vein, on the other hand, I believe that's hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Tapped him like a maple tree. Quite. I can't take this thing off. It's there. It's just part of me now. Is it like bolted to your skin? All right. So to Mithril Hall then. Off to Mithril Hall. <laughs> we pack up. All right. So you are all heading to Mithril Hall. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. On the. All road. right. Where are you going to go? What path are you yeah. going to take? Uh, you mentioned a road to go down to. So Baron, Baron, Baron would probably know the various roads to Mithril Hall. He would. The main ones. He's been around here. I mean, it's been his home for the vast majority of his here. life. Here. I'm going to give well you over something years. with a little more detail. Can I put it on the one behind you? We can see that monitor. I, don't have, I can't easily get okay. it there, so okay. go right here. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, excellent. We have the more updated map. This is the more updated map. Well, maybe we could send that to Slack. <laughs> yeah. I will. We can look at I, I'm going to buy the a pencil for a Can we write on this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's Mirabar. Yeah. So there are the mines of Mirabar up there. You got, look, I have the All Father. That's interesting. So, mm. uh, actually, don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but, but it is interesting. I'm drawing attention to that. So, I'm immediately interested. So, somewhere up here uh, uh, is the world. Stone Tooth. Uh-huh. Okay, with the Blasting Dell too small to be worthwhile marking on mm-hmm. here. So, uh, yeah, this is all the spine of the world. You're actually a little bit... Oh, no, see, spine of the world is all the way <laughs> yeah. across. So, uh, somewhere over here is a stone tooth, right? So now, 
you've actually got a road here. This is the the trade route that like that caravan was going to go on to like blasting down. It's kind of great worm cavern. It looks like it goes to um, it's kind of an odd place. Yeah, maybe not actually go <laughs> there, but river? there are lots of small little mining villages yeah. right here, right? So, so if you go straight to Mithril Hall, actually on this map, going straight to Mithril Hall just mainly goes through the Lurkwood. However, you know that the the entrance of Mithril Hall is on the on this side, the far side of this mountain here. So, you know, one possible path is you could go down here towards this road, take the plains, and go up around. It seems like there's a road that goes through the Lurkwood. Right here, can you see this? It kind of goes up in here. I don't know. I don't know where this would go. There is also Eel Pass here. Connect. That uh, you can take. Uh, you could take a road over here to this, um, to the edge of this mountain. Go all the way around and connect up with Eel Pass that goes through there, snakes down, and comes around. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask Scrimcorn. I said Scrimcorn. Uh, Bearjaw, you two have traveled these realms. Uh, what What do you think would be the Best option. I I mean, most of my traveling has mostly been from one dwarven hole to another. I imagine she Stick knows. to the roads, do you, cousin? Mostly, I. I imagine cross she knows. Cross countries not worth the risk. If I imagine Bearjaw knows, knows the mountain, and I know Lurkwood better than uh, better than you stumpies. Would it be safe to go through Lurkwood? <laughs> What's safe is a relative term. We uh, both carry their own threats. Would you rather freeze Forest or, or mountains? Would you rather be f- frozen or eaten? Honestly, it'd be nice to have a change of scenery. But we just started again. We just left the... the I mean, frankly, the stony crags were... seem more f- inviting than uh, a murky forest, but, you know, that may just be the dwarf in me talking. Oh. Uh, mountains over the forest generally are clearer, clearer vision, less mm. likely to be They're ambushed. sneaking. Although there's nasty giants and trolls and obviously threats in the mountains, but I'm sure the forest has its own threats as yes. well. As it goes, you're less likely to meet something, but in the mountains say... when you do, it's a bigger problem. Of the, of, the, of the knowledge rubric, of two out of three, I feel like I would have knowledge of a place like Lurkwood. It sounds like... But then again, I certainly can't guide us through the mountains. Um, what, kind of, uh, what kind of risks are there in Lurkwood? Uh, you know, foresty, uh, uh, murky, but it's also a snowy, like, it's still, like, it's be snowy dense, snowy, alpine forest, oh, true. because it's the middle of winter, right, and this is way up here, so it's not colored that way, but that's because this is sort of neutral weather. Um, so you'd have, uh, uh, you know, you'd have the general threats of, this is long distance, this is so many miles through Lurkwood, yeah. so. Yeah, looking it's hard. like 120, something like that. Like, asking for specific threats, that would be like, oh, through this little spot right here. Oh, yeah, right. you know that there could be a particular thing, but over well, the course compared to of the a big thing. What I would say is, like, is Lurkwood known for, like, raiding orcs? Or giant like, spiders. Or you, you know that in general, Unpleasant. in the dead of winter, in the far north, in the snow, there's just fewer threats per square mile. That's just, that's just the way it is. More animals hibernating, you know, uh, uh, staying inside, you know, migrating elsewhere, uh, much as the orc tribe did that left Kunjikar, even them. Yeah, we have a pretty strong advantage, the fact that you can create food and I can use spells to create water if we need to. Through the Lurkwood would almost certainly be faster. This is, while you've got a a fairly clean path here, if you do want to go along the the, the Eel Pass, um, it is Eel Pass, right? 
Felpass. Felpass. I was wondering about that. It says Felpass. So if you were to go along sort of the base of this, uh, uh, the base of this mountain here, and then along the Felpass, um, that's a longer journey because this is not a road, but it's a it's a fairly clean path. But this would be uh, this would be more straightforward. Would it be longer, but safer? Not in terms of there not being risks, but it being kind of more mountainous means fewer creatures living up here. I imagine a lot of this discussions between That's what I said, fewer creatures. Mm -hmm. I definitely said fewer would have a better knowledge of the forest than Bearjot and more knowledge of the mountains. Is Scrim is the is the Lurkord populated? Because if so, perhaps we would be more likely to find a guide, a local guide to take us through. He says, in the spine of the world, I don't know much, but all the rumors say that there are very few civilized populations of any sort living up here. And And we're more on our own. He says, uh, but perhaps in the Lurkwood, Lurkwood we could meet the right sort and, and, and get some sort of local assistance to navigate the terrain. What do you think? We could probably find some... I, w I would think we'd be able to find some forest dwellers. You might be able to know if... Are there... Are there... Mountain... In fact, that's where the caravan was going. The caravan from Mirabar was going up here, hitting Blastingdale, a couple other mining villages, cutting down in... Uh, to the Lurkwood, heading over to Xanathar's uh, Xantharl's keep, and then up to Mirabar. The you asked you asked about people. Are there, are there people tribes the or villages? Um, there are. They do not typically stay in one place for long. Mm. Uh, so I could maybe suss out a sensible location for one, but there's no guarantee. Are there any Goliath tribes in the mountains? Well, yes, I am from the I am from a Goliath tribe. In the mountains. If we stayed north, we could maybe hit two birds with one stone. Maybe we have luck of contacting and finding tail of Snowbane. This is true. I thought would be interesting. It would be hard not to have run into a Goliath who has not Are you, what story. part, where, where is your tribe from? She just kind of points in that general direction. That way. So they move around. Berja, how easy to find other Goliath tribes could you would you be able to see the signs of their passing and would uh, 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 heading all the way to Mirabar from here want, you all want to meet a Goliath tribe is that what you're saying he says uh, what Baron said he says, for word of Snowbane I mean this is a, a holy quest put upon me by my god I mean it, it may, has my attention it may take us further from your hall well I mean it's sort of go. It's in the right direction, though. If we can find places that maybe are useful along the way, I mean, I, I doubt Snowbane's hiding in a forest. Unlikely, unless the forest is full of ice trolls and monsters to fight. I mean, I don't know much about forests. I'll kind of well, imagine. Well, start with trees. That is, I know that. Yes. I. I can't imagine the assassins following us all over the mountains either. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, I hope they do. I would like to see them freeze into popsicles. If we stick to the mountains, we've got time on our side. I'm a, I'm a time ticking. Sapir uh, sounds from conversation that lurk would be faster. So do we want to do two birds with one stone? Or do we want to arrive at Mithra Hall as urgent as possible? From what I know, Falderk and Dane will be months away. How faster is either trip likely, looking at Bear Jar or Scrimcorn and estimate? In the dead of winter... What would... Uh... Mm. What are we what looking at time look wise? Like? Trying to get a sense of the uh, the distance here. Smells really good, Kim. So you said yeah. like oh this? 
for this. Just did breakfast. All right. I'm hungry again. Uh, it is a vast, two different desires. I see wasteland. You're looking at you, you, you're looking at three you're looking at three to four weeks. Three four weeks to get to uh, Mithril Hall. About a week differential between the two paths. Okay, so three weeks, four weeks. <laughs> yeah. How close do we get to Citadel Adbar going? If I we don't go have that open now. Sick north. <laughs> um, um, I mean, so on this map anyway, so the bar is way up here. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. here. yeah, it's good. That's well, it's like notes. again as far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, curious. I vote. I vote to Lurkwood. I vote mountains. I vote mountains. Preference oil lane. You have a summer cloak on. I do. I mean, uh. I guess I'm fine either way. Neutral. If you had to pick, if it was your decision and yours alone. Faster through more danger or slower, safer, but colder? With maybe a chance of meeting Snowbay or other Goliaths. That would make the the process much easier if we just met Snowbay. That would be, you know, swell. That would be fair. Yeah, I wouldn't mind... Yeah, actually, it's getting to see. Oh, Come on over. <laughs> Need to overpower the crinkling. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, as much as I'd like to see trees again, uh, forest, uh, I wouldn't mind hopefully running into some of the uh, people there, John. I mean, like, like a forest forest. Last question, last question for Greg. Uh, would there be any sort of exhaustion rolls along the way, mm. like we did on the way to the Stone's Tooth? If you're doing, if you're doing forced you're march speed, in, in uh, forced march speed, but but, regu- but uh, with but the, the timetables you gave us, cold. that wouldn't be assumed. I think forced march is traveling. That was the same, the same the as before. Yeah. The same yes. as the way here. Okay. But it also is extreme weather as well. Right. Okay. Uh, vote. Uh, Mock would say. Uh, he say. They already have mountains. Yeah. Mount. Yeah. It's already. Then oh, Mark, please, then Mark says, what you think, Mark? No, no, Mark says, he says, he says, oh. he says, it does, it, both, no, nothing seems obvious. He says, sounds like the group goes mountains, and frankly, the, uh, he says, uh, frankly, I, have a, I feel we're better equipped to negotiate with the Goliaths than people of the Lurkwood. But that sounded weird to say. As my cousin would often I mean, uh, it does, but at the same time, I mean, Scrimcorn being maybe our uh, negotiator with those in the forest, he seems to have a bad reputation <laughs> a couple of places we visited. <laughs> my only regret is that we're clearly steering, steering away from the civilization and homely taverns that... Keep me company on the road, usually. Just think of Mithril Hall, cousin. It helps to keep you nice and warm. Three to four weeks. Quite. Admittedly, in Lurkwood, people have asked for favors from the witches, and not all of them have been 100% satisfied with the results. Not all of them, as in none of them? Not all of them. (laughs) Bertolt, would you lead us to the the mountains, then? To fill pass? Yes. Not eel pass. Not eel pass. Stay north. Not eel pass. Stay north. Bundle up, my friends. Pulls his fur collar tight around his neck. Um. The weather may not hold. As a reminder, the assassins should be arriving at Kujikar pretty much in the next couple hours. (laughs) This this morning. Shall we go? 
Trudge, trudge, trudge. Will you teach us? Obek. Yes, yes, Baron. Oh, you're here still. Uh, yep, I've been trying to uh, do what you asked and stay a little bit more uh, quiet. But not in a lurky way. Uh, oh, is, am I not talking enough? I can try to adjust for no, that. Just, just make your footsteps well, louder. Okay, I or... will stomp. I can do that. The dwarves are pretty slow anyway, so I've got extra energy to burn. This is Stomping. good. This right. is good. Perhaps it will tucker you. You think Fall... Falderk? Falderk. Yeah. You think Falderk could want to take him on? There was talk of a, oh. an uncle. I. Hmm. Six months. Yeah. Six months. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't survive in Mithril Hall alone. Well, he would be a welcome in Mithril Hall. Like, sure at all. Any. Zero. Like, yeah. Mithril yeah. Hall has had many wars with orcs. Yeah, like, like <laughs> we make him a mask. Right, we'll figure it make, out. Make him a mask with yeah, a smiling was, face on it. I was sort of wondering about what the that plan was. I, I was kind of hoping that a lot of you would be going to, you know, Mirabar and I can head back there with you and pull this cloak over my head, but I don't think the cloak should work. <laughs> Uh, you can always go a, by yourself. A dwarf hole. I mean, you could maybe sweet talk Dax into taking you that way. Uh, I he, think he, he looks in the yeah. direction Dax went and can't find him. But he's like, uh. Right <laughs> Colton, we got. Did you want four me to go weeks. off alone? I, I, I thought mm. the whole point was not going off. We got alone. four weeks to figure it out. <laughs> Fine. In the snow. The kingdom of many arrows is nearby Mithril Hall. We've had battles with them many times in the past. Were there many arrows? I <laughs> A thousand. On the dot. There's lots of orcs there. Sometimes there's peace agreements with them between the two kingdoms. It's... So orcs honor their commitments? Sometimes. Like For a while. Like most Let's get people. going before these assassins find time. us here. I mean, honestly, I don't know if Albert could be fine in there amongst other orcs because he's it's not your responsibility. too civilized now. He is a fully grown orc person, I assume. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't, yep, are I you am, fully grown? I, I, I am considered an adult. That is uh, that is the word that, that is we not use the to phrasing describe my I age. personally use, but okay. Have you are had you? a... Are you a child? How old does Abek look? Orc mate. We all suddenly are, stared at him. Are, are, are you asking if I'm young enough to still get bullied uh, like I was in uh, orc school? Then yes, uh, cool. that still would happen frequently. Uh, you killed uh, those that bullied me, and so thank you for that. Uh, uh, I did not like them. Our and, pleasure. Uh, so you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm young for an orc adult, but you know, uh, not as young as. Uh, oil vein? He's like a baby. <laughs> when? Baby. Well, no, I mean, in a good way. In orc, that word translates to it's a it's an honor. It's an honorific. You are a baby. You're lying. Right? I speak orc, and it is not an honorific. Okay, I was trying. I'm sorry. It was. I look. Okay, I'm again. Clearly, I'm speaking too much, and I'm going Let's to. Go. You speak orc. So, I forgot you speak I orc. Do, do. We don't have much opportunity to speak Let's orc, and I keep go. forgetting the words. All right. Okay. Master. Nice. Master Foehammer. I and he starts walking on the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mock falls this guy's item. Attend to me. <laughs> How long have the dwarves been fighting the orcs in at Citadel Agbar? Agbar. Scrim. The uh, the orcs are the sworn enemy of the dwarven peoples. Of in, above any race. 
and Citadel Adbar is quite frankly the oldest of dwarven strongholds in the north. Why is that? Uh, the lost the the. No, the old Delzun. Yeah, the king, the old kingdom of Delzun is a, a, a dwarven empire that stretches back thousands of years. Mm. And Citadel Adbar is one of the few strongholds that remains from those glorious days. The dwarves, the, the orcs themselves, have been have been at, at odds with the uh, by nature at odds with dwarves for the entirety of their existence. Like I only know and barely know much more of the uh, of the the creation of the dwarves at the forge of Moradin, but. Who birthed the orcs and and set them on their Grumish. Yeah, who who, who set them on yep, their? That's what the shamans say. Who set them on their on their murder path towards towards plunder and but and, why and dwarves? Why dwarves specifically, though? They what? seem they seem generally disposed to dislike most races. Well, why it's uh, Moradin and Grumish are opposed. Is not Moradin also opposed to other gods? Uh, none more so than Grumish, though. Hmm. They are foes. We also really like the tunnels and homes that the dwarves build. They're very cozy to us. So, you know, they sort of build them, and then we really cozy. want them, and so then we try to take them. It's been an ongoing thing. Is territory controlled? Uh, I've always felt that if they just made them less inviting to orc kind, then maybe the, the traps orcs would not want to... not inviting? The well, amount of incredible traps and fighting? Well, you know, orcs uh, kind of like that whole thing. You know, orcs also like to build traps, you know, and, Big, dig, dig big pits and put Scrimps spikes in them. And master Fohammer. <laughs> and walks like a little bit further up mm. from Ah, oh, the group. that is I mean, body that, language. That sounds like a business opportunity, actually. Ah, it's like build homes. Oh, like immediately sidles on <laughs> up to oil veins, says, says, yeah, that's what I've been that thinking. That was not an invitation for you to talk to. <laughs> oh, uh, yep, my mistake. Complicated uh, dynamics here. Just takes a couple steps back and hangs out further back. <laughs> Grim says, "I'm gonna move it too." Okay, there we go. Um, Forgive me, I I'm tried in need to understand. Of, I'm is... in need of finding a war and pointing that hammer in the direction of a of a scrap. You know, I could just. Mock says, "Scrim, your business is your own, and you you keep it you keep it close to yourself." So I'm not looking for more information that you're willing to you're willing to offer, but. If you can help me understand what you mean, you've told me that the witches speak in riddles. They do, but closest I've got is I need to see that hammer get used in a war. It seems like the dwarves and orcs have plenty of those to go around. Box and up. I think that Bearjaw, and it speaks in third person while Bearjaw's there, would be uh, with her mask flaming mask would still on. Probably be more than happy to uh, contribute a day or two of hard work in the trenches against the orcs. Boxes, <laughs> oh, boxes is like you, you kind of see a faraway look, and he's like, "There are some fights I've been in, Scrim. Where if I had just one bear jaw, might have gone vastly differently." <laughs> You and could measure says, battles in bear jaws. I mean, if... It's a five-bear draw the, fight. If yeah. the battle had a worthy enough opponent for our mountain of a friend. He says, uh, well, Scrim, it's, uh, it's strange that you bring that up because, to be frank, the last 40 years of my life I've spent in defense of the dwarves of Citadel Adbar, but honestly, given the status of my homeland in dwarvendom in the north, to say you fight for Adbar is to say you'd fight for all dwarves. 
and this is not a and he drops his voice a little bit and you sense kind of a little bit more of like some some hard honesty coming here he says the dwarves are not quite as robust as they were even a century ago he says the loss of some leaders close leaders and the ongoing fights on the surface of the orcs, orcs and below with the goblins and denizens of the Underdark have taxed our people, he says. Now we continue to fight, but are not, are not uh, looking for, we're not looking for open conflict as much as we are. And also, too, we're looking over at Baron, he says, the, the adventuring, the constant expansion, reclaiming of Mithril Hall, reclaiming of Contalgrim, have stirred up conflict and invited invited reprisal where where before there was uh, it was not a concern of ours uh, to find a pocket of conflict amongst the dwarven kingdoms you'll not have to look hard full-blown war I'll let your gods be the judge of that dwarves seem overly fixated on the past perhaps this is because you are so long-lived yeah, I, the past is always present with us he says, you, you've you drunk with me once or twice there, Berja, and perhaps you've realized that... You've forgotten many of our times. <laughs> he says, I've remembered enough uh, to, 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 to know that you've you've seen that when a, do- a dwarf drinks with his companions, it's as much about days past as days, as days present, Is- and very little about the days to come, to be quite frank. Hmm. <laughs> Though at present, I'd, be lo- I'd love a glass of ale if it was ever possible. Just, you know, just ask him and we're fresh can, out. You can make... Three bloody weeks. <laughs> Next week is ale week. <laughs> Next week is ale week. <laughs> okay. Uh, some, some balance in the jug would be... He says, he does remark to Bear, he says, Berja, though it does strike me as, as strange that our culture should differ so much. Both hardy mountain-dwelling folk, and one should, one look so strongly to the timelessness of, uh, of mountains and the agelessness of 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 our people, keeping records, looking to those glories of before, and uh, reflecting constantly on what has come in the past. Mm. Versus your own kind, which seems to share stories uh, at a whim and stay mostly present with the, the foes of today and the great deeds that may be done in, hey. your, in your shorter lives. A Goliath's life is typically, if done correctly, a short one. Unless you are amazing and cannot be killed because you do amazing things and are incredibly survivable like the amazing Snowbane. But truthfully, it is not a heavy concern to to seek far into the future. Like you say, it is it is not yet done. It is not something of concern. The past is a short past. We focus on short past. What what you do in your life, what your ancestors did, you know, that's what they did. That's what they did. It is is good to learn, yes, but um, to. To fixate on too much is to forget about now. And now is survival. Now is what you are living. Uh, and it is what you have left to do. Uh, it perhaps perhaps it comes down to that. Um, 
you you live very long lives and it is hard to imagine living such a long life partially because I Goliaths they, they do more always more uh, dwarves do more in their way they, they dig more they discover more they build more but Goliaths just challenge more and we grow fight more um Defeat larger things, more things, more dangerous things. This makes for a short life. Mm. What of what of family? What of better? What of children? Says where? How does it? How does it play with all the? You want the, to know how how Goliath have children? No, he says. What, <laughs> he says. What, how does it fit into this? The, the slaying and the adventuring and the journeying. Well, it is he a, says. It uh, is he a says. Bairn is a is a great family man with 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 children and. Soon to be grandchildren, perhaps. Well, depends on how antsy my children are to get cracking at it, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. He says, I'm a little bit of a... You're so old. He says, I'm not... So old. I'm not young in my years, but it's odd that I've yet to take family uh, at my age, and and uh, honestly, it's it's the... It's my pursuits, it's my love of crafting, and and, and my years as a warrior that have that have kept me from it. How, uh, how does the Goliath clan... Tribe? How does the, tr- the clan, tribe? Sur- clan. It is How does the clan survive with uh, everyone slaying and wrestling and? It tends to be a um, small group. There are some who focus more on general taking care of the fam, the families. It is a um, culture that all raise the children together. Um, like I have parents, but I also have my prover and my teachers and uh, the guardians and all of these people are important. Um, it is uh, self-contained. There, you cannot have too many. Mm. What is the largest Goliath clan? That I know of? Mm, well, 60, 65, maybe. Very large. Very, very large. But um, those tend to s- s- spread off over time. Break? In summer, yes. And then meet back together in mood type events. So there tends to be a bit of mingling at that so we're time. We're looking for a needle in a haystack because he kind of just regards uh, the terrain that's passing yes. and you see just crags off into the spine of the world, <laughs> off the Great Glacier. Yes. Kind of like. Yes, I did not say it would be an easy task. Uh, generally, you can look for corpses. This is a sign. Uh, either Goliath or the enemies of Goliath, or old campsites. Uh, there are locations that are known to Goliath to be good places, and these are frequented at times. Um, particularly during winter, it is challenging. The weather gets very rough. Mm. Very rough. The further north you go, you know, you know what weather is. Ah, and they come a little further south. You've observed. You've observed climate. weather. You know about this. What, what are these half elves, though? What about them? He says. Uh, he says. Uh, so aggressive. He says. Uh, as we speak <laughs> of family, and what you see is Marcus somehow slipped a hidden flask from a <laughs> fold of his armor that wasn't previously observed. <laughs> Clearly a strong spirit, and he's going to get into the conversational mood as he. 
as he swigs at this uh, flask of Durgeddon. The flask, flask of Durgeddon. <laughs> <laughs> it's built into the armor. Yeah, he's like he finds it in the apartment. He's like, Ale. this man was a true genius. So aged, so aged. Just a straw that comes up. The flask of insufferable society. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, "You're as different, you brothers, one from another than than me and my uh, my strangest cousin." Whatever, uh, the, 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 the youngest of my youngest aunt. He says, yet your, your immediate blood relations, do the half-elves ever congregate and celebrate your diversity? Uh, <laughs> I'll celebrate some diversity if I find I think there's a lot of disdain for both sides from most half-elves. Yeah, I mean... In uh, our experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like, uh, I don't think there are groups... But I've just, I don't know, I don't, I've never had that experience before. Do you, do you know many half-elves? Maybe like an orphanage situated well, between a human city and an elven city. <laughs> Where would that be, though? I mean, I met half, like, in Schoolport, there were a lot of people that were whatever, half-breeds of whatever kinds, but, yeah. I mean, everyone was like an outsider, so we just never really talked about it or felt connected you know, I mean, since was, everyone had a pitiful story, it wasn't really worth sharing yours. Pretty much. I mean, it was like you just you got together because you wanted to survive, not necessarily because of who your parents were. It was right. just mm. see that is it. Hmm. That is it. Same thing. Hmm. Surviving because you survive. Survival. Not not about not much blood as much as breakfast. Ability. Pretty well. much. Yeah. I mean. It, 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 I, I don't know how other people live. I mean, I don't know about Scream. I mean, we. I've only known Scream. I mean, uh, these months. Well, you saw us. You saw him. Yeah. I mean, we had, we that was your encountered. that was your first meeting. No, we. We, no, we, we, had, we had encountered. We had encountered each other, but uh, not uh, not much this uninterrupted time. Yeah. But half elves, I think, the one thing that makes the, the biggest difference. You certainly have enemies, people who would attack dwarves on sight, and there's certainly races and, and groups that would attack half-elves on sight, but At I don't think there's a community that would specifically open its doors to half-elves more than another race. Mm. Well, the dwarves have holds and places that you could call home just by showing up and having a well-groomed beard. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think there's a kingdom that if we walked up to, they would say, oh, your friends can't come in, but you half-elves are welcome any day. That sounds absurd when you actually put it like that. Just... <laughs> You're not I don't think I'd want to hang out there, I'll be yeah. honest. There's a lot of real bad eggs in the half-elf yeah. community. I mean... You would all be <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows? Who's to say? No, we're the two. We're the two best of them. Well, <laughs> that's true. You're the best that I've ever met. But I wonder if maybe it has something to do with this pill of a father of yours. Does it take? Does it take an unsavory character to to oh. look to cross the line there, as it were, and make another generation of? Well, I mean, the Ted has done as much bad as Baron's beard has done good when it comes to first impressions. <laughs> <laughs> as mighty as that beard is, that's how powerful the aversion to Ted's legacy on that point seemed to be. <laughs> the next time we see Ted, legacies. what's the marching orders here? I don't give a lick one way or the other, but 
Do we welcome him back for a beer and a and a, a, a rut at the nearest brothel, or do we string him up and start to celebrate? What's, oh, no, what's you, the current status of Ted? Oil, it is Oil Vane's decision because he took his his part, your pinky part. My, my pinky. Yes, he took his hand part. I mean, before the way they tell the stories, he could be walking in the door in ten minutes for all we know. <laughs> I mean, no, he no, was no, in Diva Mascar <laughs> recently. I'd love to know how he got to Diva Mascar, but I wouldn't trust any advice he has to get there quickly unless he was under some kind of Duress. coercive measure. I shaking. I, type and I'm not coercive. sure I would even trust anything that came out of his mouth then. True. Otherwise, I mean, I'd recommend. There's so much. I have so many questions now. I mean, I didn't. After he did take my pinky away, I felt like I wanted to kill him, but now I'm just more confused after this whole thing with that Deja wizard lady. Mm. I mean, I, I just did, have more questions now. Did it hurt? The kid cut his pinky off body? and then sew it back on. <laughs> <laughs> that there is a nightmare in our bed. Quite literal. I can't say it hurt, maybe in the usual sense, like if I lost my other pinky on this hand. But yeah, I'm screaming bloody hell. It felt like a little bit of emptiness, I guess. I mean, like, you know, like something is missing. Like I could function, but. Like something like your pinky. Like my pinky. Like something was missing. Yeah. Like a pinky. There's like a hole in. You were hopping mad when you rolled out your uh, your room back there in Mirabai. I think Weeks it was back. just that feeling of just someone that you trust and look up to. Mm. Being betrayed by that person. You know, well, if it comes to it, you just make face at me and I will crush him. Yes, thank you, Pedro. <laughs> I mean, that would be fitting. Just drug him and cut off his pinky, and then you know, I think tables have been settled. I just, as, I just assume <laughs> we're getting an insight into dwarven yeah. uh, law and order here. Yeah. The judicial system yeah. is. They're like the yucky for a pinky. A pinky for a pinky. I know the old phrase. I mean, but I'm saying killing him seems a bit much. I'm just saying, crush. I did not yeah. see you. Something tells me you he has, shake, though. for I a man who makes you. as many enemies as he does, I'm sure he has more than a few tricks up his sleeve, so I wouldn't waste my time trying bit. to track him down and finish him off. But if he did show up, I'd just as quickly draw weapons, mm. scare him off, and plug your ears to avoid any any lies. But actually trying to, trying to, to get rid of him for good, we would not be the first, mm. nor the last, to try to make it happen. Yeah, you see a little bit of a roguish glint in Mok's eye because he says, Now, Scrim, I've only heard stories. The fact that us all have been beaten about for the last few months and I've had cause to meet, meet Ted in person makes me think we may be able to bait him. <laughs> bait him? In other words, if you're wanting him back, mm. may have we... Oh. See a bit of a story or one or other, and draw him back in for a couple unanswered questions. I'm just saying. And then a good shake. I can see where you're going, but do you want to see him again? I would steer clear with everything I had. He is. It might be more trouble than it's worth, quite frankly. He it is, could be fun though. He is. He is personified bad news. And even if you have you have something you want, it's gonna cost more than what you get out of it. It's, yeah, I mean, as as he literally <laughs> robbed and drank under the table and dismembered his own son. Magla like strokes his own beard and says, "Like, does anyone get the upper hand of Ted ever?" 
Maybe that's, that's a good question. Maybe okay. the ladies know and then. Mm. He's like thinking back to all his own. He's like, that wizard that you described is operating on another level. And it sounds like she got the shaft as well. No pun intended. She's... Ha! She's... <laughs> pun very much intended, it sounds like. I intended the pun! <laughs> I, she was very Damn it, powerful. you got me! She, she was indeed a very like... powerful wizard. Now, I, I can't even begin to understand the type of relationship that she and Ted had. You can't even begin? Well, I could begin, but part of me doesn't want I'd to... I'd rather begin. not! <laughs> But right. she still got she got something from him. Mm. At some point, he gave her the blood. Mm. And he gave her the pinky. Mm. Yeah. And also, so all you're saying is we need to be arch wizards of prophecy. Mm. And halfway across the world, the known world, and maybe then it'd be safe to sit down for some coffee with Ted. Maybe. It might be too soon now. I don't. He says <laughs> maybe it's not the health of you that's causing your problems. Mm. This conversation, conversations, and feel free to continue them. No, no, please. Toss in a little bit of flavor. Continues throughout the day. Your travel uh, continues mostly uh, unfettered by any significant obstacles. You're in the mountains, uh, mountainous terrain. I imagine we're looking at the sky a lot. Like yeah, a lot of looking at the a lot of looking at the uh, the sky. Bear John knows these lands, like specifically. Bear John knows the spine of the world up here. This is a a place that she's familiar with. So uh, yeah, are you? What are your objectives right now as you as you travel? Along this path. I mean, Baron is going to be doing some message sending. If, I mean, we're going to be traveling for multiple days, so he's going to be sending messages yes. to various so people. I'm going to call on you for that. I'm looking more for the objective in the travel uh, itself. Like, you talked about finding Goliaths. You talked about getting to Mithril Hall quickly. I think our what, first priority is what are the, traveling safely to Mithril Hall. Our second priority is... Um, would second be finding some Goliaths? Yeah. Second would be finding some for, Goliaths. For, mm-hmm. for that first purpose, we find Hunting a Goliath that yeah, we can, exactly. like, get, like, he, yeah. he would, Go like, find know, some scouts, even. Or not just something. know the territory, but know the routes. Yeah, but not necessarily going, like, miles out of our way to no. find the Goliath. So first and party is... Looking for sign of We say, well, I think if we go that way for two days, we'll be able to find the Goliaths. No, no, no. And Let's stay on the path. Mm-hmm. And and Scrim uh, has, as, as he's talked about it, has has talked about his vision. You know, with that with that conversation, kind of starting out saying it, he wants to see the hammer, needs to see the hammer get used in war. Um, so he is suddenly much less enthusiastic about finding Goliaths and tracking down Snowbane, um, but thinks that yeah, if we can find start some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but but is adamant that if we can find Goliaths to help us guide them, guide us through, and yeah. pay them whatever they need to get us through, that is how you get through this place fast. So I would be mm. up, I would be up for that. In fact, if it, if there's if we want to take a day or two and slow down our travel and just put some feelers out to try to find Goliaths, I think it'd be worth it in the long run. Like if we're thinking of like individually what we have all to offer, I think Scrim and Bearjaw like being a little more focused on like finding Goliaths. Um, that make, would make sense. I'm like, I don't know, like, in terms of, like, I mean, this is a place where Mox just doesn't have much to offer. Like, he's stoic, but, like, he's not going to be the best at keeping watch. Mm. He's like, when the shit starts, like, give him a ring, but, like, he's just going to be, like... That's good. He's, he's going to be keeping these going. He's got his flask. He's got, yeah, flask. he's going to, like, keep, keep it, like, a light, even burn. Not too drunk, not too sober. <laughs> just... It's a weeks. good way to get through hair of the dog. The cold. Yeah. Hair, hair of the dog. Yeah. yeah. So the what? 
So how much of your time would you say Scrim and Bearjar are spending like looking for the Goliaths? Is it like oh. a couple hours a day looking for signs, see if you get lucky, or are you like on it the whole time, like this is your objective right now, as you try to say, it's like a little more towards that, but not uh, not a hundred percent, but certainly okay, but not, is, but not a key. You you're the two birds of one stone guy, but it's it's significant, yeah, yeah. I'd okay. say, I'd say, I'd make a significant effort, but not exclusive effort, okay. If that so tell me, means anything, uh, uh, okay. So, uh, thank you, perfect. So, the first uh, the first day is a lot spent. Figuring out, uh, uh, just getting used to the terrain here, traveling in this direction. You know, you're finding uh, it, it's natural to walk alongside the same way that the, the, the these like mountainous ridges are uh, formed, because it's where you can get like as the elevation raises and lowers, it's pretty gradual, so that you can yeah along the steps, right? Mm. And um, so you're getting used to sort of reading that in the snow. The terrain underneath the snow is certainly to those of you who are not familiar with this sorts of uh, terrain up here. All of those of you from Citadel Adbar and yeah. uh, Mithrahar likely to have spent many Trespassing mountains is not like new. No, certainly not new. But uh, to the ones that are not familiar with this like this kind of terrain, it's, it's very unintuitive the way the snow looks and what the terrain underneath it actually is. It's like, oh, wait, wait, that looks like a nice little way you can travel. But it's actually because there's a big dip in the snow the way it falls in. It's actually mm. like really dangerous to go there. So The, the subtext of the snow is the important part. Some yeah. of the group coaching others on uh, mm -hmm. on how to get around but uh but you're not finding much in uh certainly no uh no one jumps you in the day no bandits traveling this particular stretch of desolate oh, spine uh, of snowy world. spine of the world weird, otherwise these guys bandits. would be the most patient bandits in the like we'll get them in five <laughs> seasons one of these days. And, uh, snowshoes would be a real help if we could make some bear dog um, will I've never been will good work at that on what, bear wood, dog will work on that the that's what you want my strength. when it comes to searching for the glass I do have thing to contribute. Okay, I'm just doing the, the, the day too. here. So, so definitely that. sending some messages that first day. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh, we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, so the... Oh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, you see very sparse wildlife. A coyote uh, here and there, a rabbit here and there, certainly uh, boxes, rodents boxes. Uh, sort of disappearing. A weasel, a wolverine. Yeah, little, oh, just one little, little creatures. Um, uh, you occasionally hear perhaps the uh, the yowl or the... Um, the the, the yawp of a, of a further off uh, a predator, but you, you get no sense that anyone's coming close. Nor do you expect. You're, you're a group of... Seven, uh, you're a group of seven loud adventurers, uh, you know, traveling through the land. It's just not the kind of thing that wildlife would It attack. is desolate here. Yeah, it's completely it's... desolate. Dead of winter, You got your, spine you got your mountains. You're talking this is like white, if we were to white, use real life analogs. It's like, it's like Australia. Or yeah. not Australia. No, no. <laughs> it, it, it I, meant, I meant Alaska. Yeah, it's both. Right? Right, I got what you mean. Completely like, the like isolated. The, um, what's it called? The, the circle, the upper circle there. Yeah, it's like, like, like central Australia. Oh. Yeah. So I, I can kind of estimate what uh, Alaska's like and have no clue about Australia. So. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you, you, you I stop, accidentally gave a clock right twice a day. Arctic Circle. Um... Uh, Dan had a had a tight note for the for the glad stuff, but I don't know if you want. Do we want the doors and windows open? It's gonna make smoke. Is that smoke better than the forest fire smoke outside? I prefer the delicious bad. smoke versus. It's not that. It's, that, that, that will be more condensed than. It's, that not, that bad. Yeah. it's not that bad outside. 
Uh, okay, so is what Parts per million. It's like 50 right now. All right. Oh. <laughs> so. We haven't seen this lock recently. No. Uh, what? It's just the picture? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow I've, been, I've been looking at it. It's awesome. Um, little it nice. That's, it is. I also posted on the Slack a handy uh, quick reference that I just found, which is uh, all the actions and oh. um, things that you can do in combat and all the conditions yeah. laid out in a really uh, well laid thing. Human broth. So I saw that. So it uh, could be a handy page to keep open in another uh, tab. I'm do that right now. Thank you. That's uh, actually amazing. Thank you. I really like it. So. Uh, let's keep going. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the general mood of this uh, first day of travel. The sun has has risen and is in the air. Now, Scrimcorn, you you said you wanted to continue uh, something. I know, the, I know the um, Goliaths seem like they are. They have amongst them shamans and druids, likely as their as their spellcasters oh, yeah. frequently. Yeah. All druids know druidic, the secret language of druids. You can speak the language and use it to leave a hidden message. You and others who know the language automatically spot such a message. So like a tree rubbings and like broken branches in a particular format. He stone specifically piles. just keeping an eye out. Exactly. You see a stone pile, a druid sees that and is like, oh, this, look. this is the latrine. Don't move those rocks. Do not move those rocks. Like, uh, so he's basically just looking to keep out, to keep an eye out. Um, that's if there's any uh, secret druid messages between from. Goliath from like Goliath nature yeah nature aesthetics walkers um yeah so I just automatically spot those alright so Scrimcorn is uh, uh Scrimcorn is watching out for these uh for these signs throughout the day and Baron had a couple messages to send you're gonna do that in the evening before you set up camp or uh, he's sending these messages particularly to his father and he worked with his father in the temple of Morden and Mithra Hall for over a hundred years, so he knows his routine. Yes. So he's picking a time of day. <laughs> Correct. A hundred years. So he's picking a time of day when he knows his father right is likely to be not in the middle of something. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so like you know, the afternoon, you know, after lunch, you know, whatever. During one of your like twenty-minute like walking breaks, um, yeah. I'm actually going to call a Speaking. break. Yeah. Because that sizzling is super loud in the microphone. So let's do a break. Um, no, we'll back the, to that. For the cooking. It's a good... Uh, we, we've been going for about uh, yeah. four hours. Yeah. Three hours of, of since sitting down. Yeah, four hours since you all arrived. What are lunch plans here? Uh, it's, that's being cooked it's right now. Yeah. So, we have cooking. We have more bagels. We also have pizza. Uh, at six. At six, which is going to be a nice little... So I'm going to call, end, call end, an official yeah, break. Call it about 20 minutes. And we'll check back in. I'm going to put up a message on the stream. Does anyone want to fight... I brought some stuff. <laughs> I could, uh, in this. I like that idea of a little block strike. It doesn't have to be full war. It's just more like I brought some swords and you the second half of this special all day D&D game can be caught in the next episode of this podcast.